Which one? Where? Is, is it relevant? Where Davison is? I mean, what well, hell? I don't know, man. If that's where you want to start, let's start there. Uh, UNLV is 0-4. UNLV basketball is 0-4. And the football team is 0-5. Welcome to the Valley. You know what? And I'm going to actually say this now because I'm actually surprised. Because when I first started at UNLV, I don't know what game it was. It might have been Howard, actually. It might have been a Howard game. And I was sitting there, and I was on the sideline. <laughs> I was kind of visibly, like, confused almost. And um, <laughs> somebody on the sideline was like, oh, you're new, huh? I was like, yeah. He was like, welcome to Rebel Football. I don't know what kind of introduction that was, but. Just sad. I guess, man. This is the first pod since my birthday, so we still gonna celebrate. Welcome to it. These mic stands are acting crazy today. Salim got a possessed mic stand. Oh, wait a minute. Did I do it? If you're watching this on YouTube, sorry. You probably can't hear this. Nah, we're not live on it, but the, uh, it's going up to it. Uh, Trinidad James in four weeks, but now my album platinum and shit. Brooklyn, go hard, motherfucker. See if I can hear this. See if I can hear this. Caprice, how it look? This is episode 31 of the ODP. If you're and if YouTube did let some of the music get through, I know for a fact that you can't hear this because Jay is not letting this get through. Hurricanes do. Summer Jam 2 on bootlegs. How's everybody doing? Everybody good? We solid? We solid? We living? My mic is hella hot. Applaud. Um. So I was sitting there and I was wondering which song I was going to start with. And it was damn near impossible for me to find something to start with. So. I'm not too mad at what I did. I don't want to get in trouble for playing too much of Jay. So let's play a different Jay for a little bit. We got a lot of music on the uh, on the ledger for today. I know Capri's got a lot to say about Lil Baby feeling, feeling like he's been cheated out of a lot. Go. You can take yours off if you need to. I took my shit off. Bentley from him. You can take off the uh, pop mic if you want to. Ah, <laughs> uh, Caprice keeps telling me to fix my positioning. Wow, niggas been crapping my style. Shout out to Dreamville. Shout out to the committee. Midi game. 
Shout out to Louis G. Shout out to Mies. Shout out to Kaz. Shout out to Corey C. Niggas ain't worthy to be on my shit. As big as the. Hey. All right, all right, all right. I think I'm slowing down now. I think I'm slowing down. I think I'm slowing down. I'm going to calm down soon. Hey. Mine. And if you guys are following everything that we're doing in terms of this uh, brand that we're building here, the radio show, everything else, if you are following us, the radio show did drop its website, Talk That Talk Radio. If you want to go ahead and check that out, if you want to follow this podcast, on all of our social medias, go ahead and follow us at ODPCast. Once again, that is at ODPCast. And before I get out of here and before I start this pod, I got to get my favorite, probably my favorite future song off real quick. And I'm going to let it rock for a little bit. Damn, I need to put my favorite future song on. Haven't you told me this? What's your favorite future song? You don't know my favorite future song? I feel like you told me. Uh, oh, okay, 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 okay. Did you tell me this? I don't think you did no, tell me I that. I used to... Oh, another one is uh, 56 Nights. I mean, the whole thing, but like, when I was like, this is five years ago when it came out, I had a roommate, his name was Evan. He stayed with me and my stepdad, uh-huh. and he used to do Xanax all the time. <laughs> so we'd be in the house, and it just came out, my friend's like, listen to this new future. So I had it on there, and I was like, doing the Xanax with Evan, and we were just chilling. <laughs> and Evan's like 40, and I was like, See, this is what you got to listen to. And he's like, oh, it's good. And this is just, a... And he just fell asleep on the couch, you know. So is Evan, a, is Evan a bad influence or is Future a bad influence? You know, it's funny about Evan. He used to, like, take Xanax a lot after he got home from work. I'm going to slowly get Evan, this off. And now Evan is about 6'5", 280, right? Okay. Big guy. All right. So he's eating, this, Xanax. he's eating this bowl of cereal standing up. It's like 11 o'clock at night. He's watching TV. I'm in my room just chilling. And all of a sudden, I hear this bowl just smack and hit the floor and then i hear this loud thud i'm like oh yo is someone breaking in wait so time I, out, hold on you, wait, you said he's 6'5 280 6 and the bowl hit the ground before he did the bowl hit the ground he he thought i thought somebody broke into the house so i get out of my room and all i just i see <laughs> the fact that you're laughing means that you're a horrible friend and roommate ah uh, you know what he he was cool people see, n- yeah, let's let's get let's get out of this. Actually, since we are starting with music, why not start there? Give me a top three uh, future projects. I was talking with somebody about this recently, and I, mine's are I, I think it's pretty. Uh, mine might be different from a lot of people's. Should I go first? Yeah, I'm still trying to. Play I should be the one. Yeah. All right, so I'm gonna go first, and I'm gonna go to one that I just played. Incredible is on Hendrix, so I'm gonna go Hendrix first. Okay. Then I'm gonna go Fifty Six Nights. Okay. And then I'm going to go DS2. Okay, yeah, I have a very different list. I, I know you do. I'm sure you do. Okay. 
Okay, yeah, I thought that was okay. So, beast mode, okay. fifty-six, nice and honest. Yeah. Honest, really? I loved honest. All right, I'm not mad at you. Future puts out so much damn music. I'm gonna try this again. Future puts out so much damn music. Um, I feel like, like I said before, everybody's list will vary, but that's not a bad thing. Um, I like yeah. most of his stuff. But you, when you put out so much stuff, I mean, there's gonna be some duds. How many duds has he had though? What's his what's his what's his uh, field goal percentage? Uh, look, man, sometimes I just can't even keep up with the output. But like, and now this damn thing is doing it again. He doesn't really have anything that's bad. It's just some stuff that I don't really go back to. The replay value. Yeah. The replay va- the replay value isn't there. So like I what tried was that purple rain? Standard, it's not working. What was that purple? There's a there's a couple of future projects that didn't land for me, but I mean, like you said, the ones that I go back and visit frequently, I would consider my favorite. Um, which would be Hendrix and what did I say? Hendrix, Fifty Six Nights, and then DS Two. I mean, I don't even go back to DS Two that often, but um, I do want to I do want to talk music only because the Grammy nominations came out, and I actually want to get right to that. Um, but actually, before we do that. Have I even introduced the people on the pod yet? I don't think I have, but if you're watching on YouTube, you already know. And if you are familiar with this pod, you know the voices. But I am your host, Terrell, Relly Graham, ASAP Relly, whatever you know me as. Mm. To my left, my guy, Salim, Florida man, my guy, Mr. Dweck. Uh. And behind the camera, as usual, Caprice in the building, in the building. And we have somebody in the background just watching. Just peeping us. Hopefully, we can see if we get her on the mic in a second. But uh, or uh, hopefully before this is over. But we'll see. We'll see how this go. Um, how's everybody doing? I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm great. Everybody living a life. Oh, I'm doing fantastic. The living the quarantine life. No, no pun. Like, see, I still went out for my birthday, and I don't know how to feel about me talking about quarantines now. But it is what it is, I guess. At that point, Th- shout out to everybody who came and showed up. Appreciate y'all. Um, played some pool. Yes. <laughs> did anybody lose money that night? I didn't. I don't really remember I don't the play night. Pool. I'm not gonna bet any money. I don't really remember the night. I remember taking pictures. I don't remember leaving. Vani beat me in the game of pool, and his last shot was like shot the Vani. He was it was like behind the back. I was like, don't don't do that to me. Did he really? Yeah, it was behind. I was like, listen, you could beat me, just don't do it like that. And he did. I'm like, all right, you know what? I'll be back in about half an hour. <laughs> I'm not even gonna hold you. I don't remember a damn thing. I remember playing. I remember t- we were drinking sake that night, huh? Yeah. See, I, that was my first time off sake. Oh, you you weren't drinking. You yeah. don't drink. So yeah, so that was my first time off sake. I will never bad mouth sake again. I promise. Uh, but let's yeah, get to the. I didn't know it was that good. <laughs> well, not even that, but what it did to me the following day. I know I didn't eat properly, but damn man, it shouldn't have did that. I was down for like, I was down to at least like two. Like I was, I, I was pretty out of it. I felt uncultured because I thought they only um came with shots. So when he <laughs> said sake, I was like, I don't know. And then he showed it to us, and I was like, Oh, this is cold. You drink sake? Yeah. See, so all right. So first of all, so now you are gonna talk. So that's good to know. Um, you drink it hot and hot and cold? No, I prefer cold. Do you do flavored or no? Flavored. So why did? So why is everybody else known about sake but me? Yeah, I didn't know why I was so out of the loop. I had no idea. So what happens if you mix it with beer? 
I guess I'll tell you, but I'll tell you off camera. <laughs> I'll tell you off camera. I'll wait till we get off of this. But um, uh, I won't badmouth Saki, but I will badmouth the Grammys. Uh, did you pay attention to the uh, Grammy noms? Oh, my God. No, the Grammys are just – I Didn't we do this last year? I don't know, but the Grammys are BS every year. Have you, you I haven't have to talk louder. I haven't watched the Grammys. I said the Grammys are BS every year. Since Kanye told Taylor Swift what life was about. When was that? Because oh, he yeah, was that had to be the last time. That, that was, was Henny Yeah. That was Henny Yeah. Oh no, wait, hold on. Didn't you guys watch when Kendrick yeah, and Kendrick got cheated Macklemore. by Macklemore? And then Macklemore sent no, him a text I, message I had like already, I had Hey bro. Stop watching. I wasn't surprised when I heard the stupid ass news. You know how nah, I was hot because I was convinced that nah, Com- nah, Compton still was owed a Grammy for that. Y'all so owe all of Compton a Grammy. So that it's funny because that was <laughs> even Macklemore said, "Fam, I'm, I'm trying to see what that's that. like over there." Macklemore sent him that text message saying, "You should have won." That's more insult to injury. Like, don't beat me in no te- post. Text me. No, no, not <laughs> only that. Like Kendrick said, Kendrick, Kendrick thought he, I think Kendrick did an interview about it. He said that he was cool with the text message. When he posted the text message, he was like, "Fam." What, what are you doing? Like, what, are you, what's, what was really the goal? Shout out to Mac. He disappeared off the face of the earth after that. Yeah, I haven't heard from him. I have opinions about that, and I th- guess I'm going to let it rock. I don't know. I'm going to let it rock. I'm going to just let it rock. Um, I don't even know where I actually want to start with the Grammys. I do want to. I do actually want to start one place. Um, <laughs> let's just do the album of the year really quick. Uh, Janae's Chalumbo. Black Pumas, the uh, deluxe edition for their album is self-titled. Coldplay's Everyday Life. Jacob Collier's D is, oh, I don't want to be wrong, but is that D. Jesse, Volume 3? Uh, Heim, Women in Music, Part 3. Dua Lipa, Future Nostalgia. Post Malone's Hollywood Bleeding and Taylor Swift Folklore. Um, if you follow music, I think that everybody, well, actually, I shouldn't even say I. Most people think that the Grammys are publicity stunts. <laughs> for for lack of a better term, so everybody said that it's pretty much geared up with t- with what Taylor Swift is going through with her uh, contract and things of that nature, and her having to re-record music. Everybody feels like this particular Grammy year is set up for her. Um, doesn't surprise me. This is what does surprise me. Why are our entertainers in our culture surprised when they don't get Grammy noms. And I guess the main one that I think about right now, I think I'm not even sure if the weekend even cares, but considering the numbers and looking at it from a music standpoint, this is the biggest year that the weekend is having or of the weekend's career. For him not to get a Grammy nomination, I think they said on the Joe Budden podcast something about by it being a publicity stunt, they feel like, because of course the Grammys is takes place in February, competes with the Super Bowl, things of that nature, that once the weekend took the Super Bowl halftime gig, that that <laughs> consequently came with zero nominations. You know, I get why certain artists like The Weeknd get upset with that stuff. Because it's totally understandable, because like, but as a fan, because I love the weekend's music. It was just like, bro, do you really need that validation? I get why you want it. I understand a Grammy is a Grammy. I get it. But like, 
I don't look at these Grammys like the arbitrator of, you know, good music. Of but we were taught to for so long. So I think uh, that's, yeah, what, that's what makes it. it weird. And I get it. It's wanting that, you know, that validation because it is a Grammy. But at the end of the day, like, we know who's really good at making music and who's, you know. And what music is made so H&M can play it in the background. No offense, but come on. Okay, time out. Hold on. But see, now that's not – now we can, I'm not even sure we can make that argument anymore because they play The weekend every fucking where. So you guys are mad because The weekend is going to take the Super Bowl gig as opposed to showing up to the Grammys. So now your panties are in a bunch. So now you would rather your reputation take a hit? I mean, at this point, their reputation has taken multiple hits and they don't care. I'm telling you, the Grammy board is pretty much like the Electoral College. Like I said, t- it's easy for like a fan to say like who really cares. I get it a little bit from the artist's perspective because you want to be recognized. That's like the biggest uh, recognition you can get from, you know, at least an award right. thing. But at the end of the day, it's like. I'm scrolling through some of these right now, and I'm trying to figure out which ones I want to stop at. We'll see if uh, Roddy Rich wins um, wins. Uh, for song of the year with the box it's you know what um this year i think i only really listened to rap albums i didn't really listen to much else this year as far R&B as b has a lot of great albums summer walker wasn't nominated for anything as far as new music goes because most walker of the time wasn't nominated for anything most of the time i'll either listen to the rap some arabic music some jazz or like i don't know just something Easy on the ear. I like that. Nothing I, nothing new, really, though. The we- the Juicy J dropped the album recently. That was... I tried to give, like, so many new artists that a lot of people, like, really like a chance. Because, like, sometimes, like, I'm, like, a grouch, and I don't want to listen to shit that came out <laughs> post-2015. Sounds about right. But then I tried, and I'm like, why can't I like this? Like, I, I'm, it's not being a hipster. I think I'm just an asshole. <laughs> and funny. this is just the weirdest thing. I'm just looking at best R&B performance and just some of the names I just that are not there. I'm weirded out by. But um, you said something that I actually wanted to build a point off of, and I don't remember. You know that's how my brain goes. Like, but what happened? I'm listening I, to you. I tried to listen to Doja Cat's music, and it just I, – I, I really tried, guys. I really – Doja Cat is nominated for best new artist. I don't really care for her. Either. I tried. Like, everybody was like, no, you got to listen to – I sat down, I was on Spotify for like an hour. I'm like, okay, I don't really like this song. Let's move on to the next one. Okay, okay. And you did that for the full hour? And then I was like, you know what? Maybe, maybe let's just go a different direction here. And then I put on some Brother Ali. (laughs) And this is what's interesting because it shows that they pay attention to something, at least in some regard, right? Because Best Rap Performance, uh, you got Deep Reverence with Big Sean and, of course, Nip. Rest in peace to Nip. The Baby. You got that up th- that nominated for Bop, Jack Harlow, uh, West Poppin', and then you have Lil Baby's The Bigger. Actually, it's two, it's three more. Lil Baby's The Bigger Picture, uh, Megan Beyonce Savage, and then Pop Smokes Dior. Rest in peace to Pop Smoke as well. Rest um, in peace, rest in peace. I was just getting into his music like right when he he passed, and I was really sad. Shout out to Darrow as well because Darrow actually brought that up, and um, that was the same honestly with uh, Little Peep for me. Like I was really getting into his music like just before he passed away. That's uh, very rest in peace, little peep as well. Rest in peace, to little peep as well. And it, it's just something that I'm I'm wondering how much this year's Grammys will be scrutinized 
in the coming months because i mean like it's funny to me because everybody had the uproar what it was it a saturday that they released it whatever it was when they released it everybody was up in arms it took over the timeline for a day and a half and then everybody forgot about it and then we're gonna get re-mad about it two months from now and i'm not gonna get i don't care that much no i mean because we know who makes good music and who doesn't at the end of the day and like but do they that's the point the grammys yes oh no of course they don't they look it's impossible to say this without sounding like a hipster, or like someone that's like, you know, it's because it's not about whether being mainstream or not. It's about certain music from certain artists. You know, it's just going to get nominated based off the strength of who that artist is and what label they're signed to. Yeah. It, like it's a business, guys. Like what things they say yes to the weekend. In my, I, he was the album he put out was my favorite this year. The weekends. Yeah. Well, I'm go that far. I guess well, I don't think that do you consider the weekend's album R&B? I don't really. Yeah, I guess that could be. If so, then he definitely doesn't have the best R&B album, let alone best album. Uh maybe I should say favorite cuz there's a difference I guess between favorite and best. Well, if you think it's the best too, I'm not going to argue you down about it, trust me, but Music's so subjective. What do you Exactly. Get? I mean, well I think Party Next Door's album was better than The Weeknd's. I know it's terrible to compare the two because it seems like I'm continuing this damn thing that the Joe Budden podcast brought up, but I thought that was a better album. Um, Ro James probably has the album of 2020 in terms of R&B. Um, I do hear a lot of people talking about Summer Walker as well. Um, I don't. I continue to do this, but I think Snow's album came out in – like late 2019 do you do you remember by any chance no but snow allegra's album um her last album i'm if that counts for this year that's my vote for album of the year but um again you you said that you pretty much been listening to rap all year yeah Yeah. see and it's funny because somebody (laughs) asked me a couple months ago had to be a couple months ago and um they asked who were it's probably july maybe they were saying who are my um artists of the year so far like rappers of the year and i was like halfway through the year okay i said do they have to be alive still and she said no i said all right cool i said i'm gonna try to tell you whichever ones come to mind i said little baby i said meg i said pop smoke and freddie gibbs those were the four i was like i'll try to come back to you and give you a fifth one and that's just where i was at so i just want reason why i said that i want to talk about this best rap album you got something to add to that you mean like what my f- best rap album is for this year? Oh no, I was about to talk about the Grammy nods. Oh yeah, when yeah, I mentioned yeah, my um, artist of the year, I thought like you had a, a point to make. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Like, who won the best rap album? So, so they haven't done it, but nominated they have D Smoke's Black Habits, Freddie Gibbs and Alchemist Alfredo, which is an amazing That's album. That's an amazing album. Jay Electronica, a, rist, a written testimony. That's my favorite album of the year. Nas's King is Dead. Oh, uh, excuse me, King's Disease. Shout to Taekwon, 2K. Um, and then Royce the Fire Nine, the allegory. Here's, the, here's one of the issues I have with this. And since that was your favorite album. Favorite rap album of the year, yeah. If the, since that was your favorite rap album, how come that doesn't say Jay Electronica and Jay-Z? I don't Jay know. is on every song, fam. Yeah, it was a collab album, but uh, I'm very happy with it. I love Do that. you count that as his debut? Yeah. Oh, well, no, 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 no. You're, not, you're counting it as his debut? I guess debut major like label no, project. No, I'm just saying we gotta do that to him. That's all I was saying. I don't know. I love he album. did it. I love the album. I don't care. The album Jay-Z. is great, but I don't care right, that Jay Z was all over it. All right, I all right. Shit, I don't want to be that guy, but I do. I care a lot. I care a lot because we already knew that. Well, I shouldn't say knew, but we believe 
that Jay Electronica can rap. We know Jay can rap. Your debut album, we want to hear from you. We hadn't heard from Jay in a little bit, too. Jay already picks his times. He picks his spots when he wants to go. I don't know, man. I was just so happy with that album. Like, yeah, you know, in an ideal world, it would be more Jay Elect, but hearing both of them together for that many songs was, was fire. But that's not it. That's not your debut album in that sense. Like, there's no way. People are doing collab albums all the time. Do you count um, Super Slimy 2? In future or Thug's discography. No, those are collab albums. Why are we not doing the same thing with Jay Electronica? I didn't do it to him, he did it. Okay, it doesn't I'm really matter to me. Like, I just love the album. I love Jay Elect, so I mean. The album is fire, but that's not a solo album. That Grammy should go to Jay, to both Jays. That's if fine, that's man. If that's what you're going to do. But my particular vote for that is I hope Freddie Gibbs gets it. Alfredo was great. I hope Freddie, Gib Freddie Gibbs gets it only because he's been a workhorse all year. I think that this particular next topic is going to be uh, my, my second favorite rap album for this, or best for this was not nominated the the price of tea in china by boldy james which i don't know if you guys um you know what your minds when you like to listen to music what the ideal mindset is like if you're just looking to like just chill while in the car right i'm normally like a laid back person i want to commit armed robbery when i listen to boldy james it's certain like people. It's certain people that ignite that. Listen to Giant Slide by Boldy James and tell me you don't want to rob a credit union at gunpoint. A, a credit union? Yeah. Not the. F all right, never mind. I'm not. Mavi I'm not gonna give you ideas. You said what? I said Mavi already makes me want to do that. It's a, I'm not going. Never mind. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Um. So, this is weird to me because when we were talking about all these rap albums, keep in mind, I think Freddie. Well, I want Freddie Gibbs to win. Me too. Similar to what I feel like they did when they nominated uh, Nip for Victory Lap, and I said it once, and I will say it again, and I will say it all the time. Rest in peace, Nip. Um, peace. The nomination was their was their handout to the culture when they nominated Nip for Victory Lap. We felt like he should have been nominated for Victory Lap. Shit, we felt like he should have been nominated for stuff before. But what they deem as albums and things of that nature, it didn't fall under their category. So... To see Nip win his Grammys posthumously, um, and I think that's the first time in probably like since like high school, I think I've ever said that word right on the first try. But um, to see him win his Grammys posthumously was bittersweet for a lot of people. A lot of people were were feeling like he should have got it the last year, but of course I've already made that argument last year. I don't want to beat a dead horse, but if Push or Nip said anything about not winning the best rap album the entire conversation would have been them hating on Cardi B. Oh, absolutely. So they were put in a they were put between a rock and a hard place to yeah. support your sister. You have no choice. So I think that's similar to what they're doing with Freddie Gibbs in in, in this particular uh album, even though that album in terms of replay value is something that I play very, very frequently and I have played this year. Um Miss it from the list. Burden of proof. I, you know, I'm, I'm really surprised that you is that it's your is that from the, the rap album of the year but no offense to that album because I think that album is good but I think a lot of people are gassing that I don't think that's his best project this year I, or that's I, the camp's best project this year and Griselda works so damn hard too I love 
Pray for Paris was a great album. That, Pray for Paris is better than uh proof and then Burden of Proof. Yeah. But they're both very good. I mean, I don't know. I don't know, man, because Zelda continues to put out to put out work. Danny the Butcher is another artist that makes me like want to go commit felonies across the, the Las Butcher? Vegas metro area. I please don't say that on here. Don't say that. <laughs> Don't say that. Just don't say that. Just don't say that. Just don't say that. I'm where I'm. I'm thinking in my mind like, should I? Should I cut that shit? But um. Anyway, um. I pulled up the album right now, but missing from the list, obviously, at least in my opinion, is Little Baby's My Turn. Um. Should I listen to that? You haven't listened to it? No. Absolutely, you should listen to it. One hundred percent. Okay. Stay out of your car when you do it, though. Why? Cause. Just stay out of your car when you do okay. it. Okay. Um, I don't need you driving to certain places, and I don't need you hitting certain speeds. But um, I think here's the issue. In my opinion, I feel like a lot of people. Roddy Rich, of course, we mentioned earlier, had the song of the year um, in the beginning of the year. I can't believe that that was this year. That's yeah, it seems so long ago. And we actually started one of the pods with the box simply because Selena Gomez, I believe, and Justin Bieber were trying to get their songs number one or whatever at the time and the box was doing what it was doing soon thereafter Lil Baby dropped his album and once he did that we talked about Lil Baby until what probably three months into the quarantine and quarantine started in March so that means for the first half of the year Lil Baby was pretty much the focus of rap I feel like because we're in December, people have forgotten that. Please, somebody else say something, because I'm going to continue. I have much more to say. Oh, yeah, I was just letting you finish. I mean, Lil Baby's been dropping heat all year. He's been dropping heat since he came out. All his projects, he doesn't miss. So, I'm not, I'm just not surprised. I don't take the Grammy seriously. Uh, they're not going to nominate half the people who I think should deserve to even be nominated, let alone win but of course he's not on the list he he's not on their little propaganda whatever they go by whatever little whatever they talk about behind them closed doors however they put that list together i know he ain't on it and you haven't heard the album yet no nah, nah. that's nuts we're literally a year in like we're almost a year at his like we're almost a, a year into the album we're 11 months for sure uh or close to it and um here's the thing though you mentioned that the, you don't expect the grammys to do it do you expect anybody else to do it? The people. No, I'm talking about any other organization. No, not unless, uh, not unless a, a black person starts an organization. I told you, and uh, and it, it bothers me. The Grammys me. ain't black, and BET ain't black, ain't shit black. <laughs> so the Soul Train Awards is black. It don't nobody support it. I'm just saying. I, well, what I will say is, it, it sucks the way that we record because. I tell you all the time, some of the things that we want to say, I feel like certain people on the Joe Budden podcast, like, they say it beforehand. I don't know who exactly was around me, but I had just said, uh, Caprice, were you with me that day? I might have actually said it to you when I said that we got to bring back, like, we got to bring back the Source Awards. Like, it seems like it's a joke, but we may have to bring back our own thing. Like, we just have to, it has to be a point to where artists the biggest artists, like the biggest artists, the weekends, the little babies, the summer, the summer walkers, the Drakes, the Kendricks, the everybody else, the Roddies, and you organize your own. 
And as weird as it may seem, it I think it may take an entity like the Joe Budden podcast. I'm not talking about the podcast itself, but I'm talking about that group and them talking to certain people, whether Joe reaches out to Diddy. Who, yeah, whatever can, may happen, it can happen. Yeah, they could start. Are you kidding? All these, all these artists, not even just black artists, all the artists who agreed that the Grammys is BS could all get together and be like, yo, let's start our own thing. Like, who cares about the Grammys? Let's just do our own thing. I would even, like, do a play off the name just to be like, fuck you. I would call it the Blammies. What's up? So now what's up? I'm mad at the what's up afterwards. Like, I'm, I would. I would definitely <laughs> do that just to spite them, just so it could get confused, just so people could get confused. You know how, like, brands don't like to have a name too close? Facts. Like, the Grammys? The, no, facts. tune into the Blammies this year. <laughs> Big facts. Hilarious. We should actually trademark that and get that get that going. Um, yeah, forget what I just said, y'all. <laughs> no, that's the name. That's the name of the pod, actually. Um, but here, here's the deal, and and here's another situation where I feel like if we say anything, <laughs> I'm so fucking nervous. I already know if we say anything, we're gonna be shitted on anyway. We're gonna be dragged anyway. But it is what it is. I just made the point that I made about Nip and, pu- and Push, about being able to – I feel like they were put in a position to where they couldn't say anything about Cardi winning the um, best rap album because it would have been hate. It would have been deemed as hate. I don't want this to be deemed as hate, but I've watched on two separate occasions Meg Thee Stallion get awarded Rapper of the Year, and even some of the people that she's nominated with, I'm like, fam, how? Yeah, I love Meg. I love you, Meg, but even you know. That you don't, you're not. She might not know, and and here's the here's the deal, the album came out, her her debut album, Good News came out. I really hope that's the name of the album, but um, yeah, I don't want to do that to her. Meg's another. I, I tried like. Now, Meg doesn't make music. I for think me. she did her shit, but it, it's about like she's it's a good about rapper. who's better. Like it it can just like when people are racing, pe- track stars. Like you can almost win. You could be like the second fastest, the third fastest. It's about who did it the best in the category that you're in. Nobody remembers second place, though. She's a good rapper. No, I know nobody. Obviously, nobody remembers second place. What I'm saying is that's my point. You, That's my point. Obviously, nobody wants to be in second or third or fourth place. But I'm just saying I think she did her shit, but you weren't the best at it. Like, you weren't the number one in that category, and that's it. Like, you're right. She may not feel that way. But I mean, everybody's entitled to their own own opinion. But a lot of people were saying that people were trying to shit on her. I didn't say she was trash and can't rap, and this is a an abomination. <laughs> like no, I, I didn't go that <laughs> far. Like you know, people are making it seem like we're just making Words. it like so like trying to talk bad about. Well, her people so are bad. making it seem like we're saying that she shouldn't have been nominated. We're not saying we're that not by saying no that, means. Yeah. So I'd, like for me, I'd rather listen to like Meg Meg the Stein's like radio freestyles. Because I think she can really rap, but the songs. This is what I will say. I will say that um, I listen to new music, and you know I listen to new music. So when I cut on her um, her debut album, and I'm not even sure I got the full way through it, but when I cut on her debut album and it started like this. Not giving a fucking bitch your birthday. <laughs> I just thought it was another Thursday. Fam. That's hard. That's a bar. When I heard that, first of all, I'm gonna start it over because it, it goes under it goes understated, and I think it's very underrated. 
I talk a lot about Ross because when Ross says certain things and Ross goes, woo, it's a certain, because that lets you know that even from an artist standpoint, you, you're humble about your shit. Even if you feel like you're the greatest at it, you're usually humble about it. Artists let you know what they're thinking. Music artists let you know what they're thinking by their ad libs. When Meg started it, and I don't know how to do the shit, but when she did the shit with her tongue, that little whatever that was, that yeah. I had to go back because I started it over when I heard that. And I was like, yeah, her. she knew what she did to this. Shut your ass up. Shut up. Shut up. I can't. Shut up. I walked right into that. Shut up. Shout out to Meg. Uh, Yo, I, have you ever seen, have you ever been, how many concerts have you been to? How many shows have you been to? Have you been to a show? Yeah, I've been to like four or five concerts in my life. All I'm going to say is I watched Meg perform. And Meg might be the first person, no, the second person, that in the moment. I'd go see Meg perform. <laughs> what? We know, Celine. We know. <laughs> Nothing, fam. <laughs> Nothing, fam. No supporter, supporter definitely. Crazy supporter, most definitely. That's crazy. So crazy. I caught her at Day in Vegas, and um, that's cool. Shout out to Meg. Um, that's where I'm gonna leave it at. But um, she actually was on the cover of GQ. Shout out to her for that. Which I thought, but I thought GQ was a man's magazine. If I said Twitter kills me, so uh, what do you want me to do? I just GQ. thought it was weird that G like. I think GQ's done women's. Coverage. Okay, because I I'm yeah. I it's mainly a, they say it's a. I, don't, I, don't I thought it was a. Most of the time it is a guy, but I think they have had like. Uh, because like when like when a woman is like is talking about attractive man or oh, Mr. GQ, nobody has ever said Miss GQ. What? That's true. That's why I was just. That's why <laughs> I just I thought. I haven't looked up to. In my I'll look it up now while I'm talking. And can I've you also look up real quick? Oh, go ahead. A I've woman on the cover. I've never to have, like, a woman on the cover. Of look that up, but also look up, because I, I have this in my notes, and I I had to be tripping this day. Because I wrote in my notes that Meg wins another Rapper of the Year award, GQ, this time. Did GQ hand her the Rapper of the Year award? When did GQ start doing Rapper of the Year awards? Oh, okay, so I'm... I'm 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 dead wrong. So they obviously they've done one before. This is not a new thing. I'm looking at uh Angelina Jolie, Megan Fox, even Beyonce been on there. Shout shout out. Um a lot of pe- a lot of like yeah, different women. Okay. Kendall has. Jenner. Okay, so they do they do men and women. So Lindsay Lohan. It looks like if you are that sexy of a woman, you're going you yeah, could yeah. get into the GQ from what I'm looking at of who they pick. So or if they find you that attractive. But they do women. If you ran across a woman that you deemed as ugly on that list, would you say it on the air? Oh, Serena was on here. I mean, no. I, mean, I didn't think so. <laughs> like, I don't. I'm just saying. I didn't think you would. Like, no, I'm just saying. I didn't think you would. Serena's gorgeous. Don't do that shit. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I agree. No, nah, I was about to say. It's nah. funny the way she said. Though. Oh no, she said she. Oh, she said she knows she would. <laughs> well, no, what I meant was what we all know what we think is beautiful, but we also kind of have an idea of what, what society, society also thinks. So that's what I'm like, saying. You I'm talking you. shit. I'm talking. I my know shit. you are, but I'm talking okay, my shit. So I'm I'm incorrect in what I said. Um, I stand corrected. So they do do women. That now, can you figure out if they handed her the Rapper of the Year award? Did GQ, did GQ award a Rapper of the Year award? Because if they did, uh, who, who uh, gave them the certification? I know one GQ writer. Okay. Well, 
You want to call him? This is funny, actually. <laughs> so I followed this GQ writer because I used uh-huh. to follow her on Twitter. And then when she got the job at GQ, um, I added her like on Instagram. But I didn't actually add her. I added her dog's Instagram. Okay. So to her Twitter. Okay. And then the dog's Instagram followed me back. So a GQ writer's dog has me on Instagram. I know you guys are all jealous. I, I think I might be. It's sad, but you you know. It is but can it you is. reach out to the dog and I've th- for them to reach out to the owner? So we need to serious. figure out what's up with this damn award thing. I'm so serious. I've thought about it. No. It's like, yeah. Bro, nah, we're not doing that. Um, I do yes, wanna- to answer your question. They handed her the rapper and of the year. On the GQ's cover, it said rapper of the year, Megan Thee Stallion. But I don't know if this was before or after she won. The dog. No. I'm saying that she, because she won it at where? She won it at, was it the Billboard Awards? Was it the AMAs? I'm not sure. I don't remember. But I know she won it a couple of different places. BT, I know she won it for sure. Um, but like I said, I don't want it to sound like, hey, shout out to Meg. Yeah, album is, I mean, a black album woman. is dope. Music is dope. I don't no. think the music is for me. You can take over. You said black woman. Oh, no. I was just saying, I mean, I don't, I don't want to take anything away from a talented black woman. We already said what we said about what we feel about who was more talented. So it's not about we don't feel like she's good. It's not a bash Meg. She's amazing. She's talented, but I don't feel like that award should have went to her. But it did, so it, it is what it is. This is the dog. And thank you for <laughs> the dog's name is Fritz. Fritz the huh. dog. Fritz. And Meg got another one too with that damn uh, with the song body, but that damn. Uh, this is the GQ writer. She makes. Meg that's is, one thing bro. about Meg. She makes hits. She does. She makes whether it's catchy. You don't even have to like her, but you'll know like a song, or you'll even know a chorus in your head, even that if you savage even song if you don't want to see it. Was crazy. <laughs> you haven't seen the body video. Um, we're gonna get off of Meg now, but um, What's that? I, I, let's move on. <laughs> let's, let's definitely move on. We're st- actually gonna uh, stay on music. We have a lot of music to talk about. Uh, what's Kanye's best album? Oh, oh dude, let's not do this. Let's Kanye's not. best. So this is obviously of all, like all of them. Dude, okay. we've been. <laughs> you said all of it's not this all of them. This has been a Twitter. No, argument. I'm saying no, no, no. Kanye's like oh for his last. No, well, not all. I'm saying we're p- we're going through like the the pick of the litter is out oh, of all the not, options. Oh shit. So this has been like an argument for over ten years. I'm gonna say two of them are like tied, and this isn't even at the top, but two of them are tied for second. Okay. And this is crazy for I me. I would like to know what's up. Go. So I can judge. Yeah, you're about to. Everybody's gonna judge me because I don't really care though. I don't. Okay. I don't really care though. Go ahead. It's tie for a second. Tie for a second. Tie for a second because I'm not telling you my first one. Oh, tie. For... I'm going college dropout and graduation. Okay, dope. Second. Dope. I know what's next. 808s and heartbreaks. Okay, I know what my first one is. Is all I'm gonna say. And I'm waiting for you guys to give me Wait, your list. Wait, what's your order? I, I gave you my second and my third. You can switch those however you want to. I'm not telling you my first one because that goes into this next topic. Okay, I don't want to spend too much time on this. Why? Cause because you you got a lot. Talk to me. You gotta understand. Like, I've been on Twitter long. T- every other day used to be a on the timeline. It used to be a battle favorite Kanye albums, and it used to go on and on and on. I know what my Ooh. favorite Kanye albums are. Ooh. I have like a rough order in my head. Caprice over there going through the discog. Like, and I'm ugh. looking at the songs like, whew. Yeah, it's nasty. Continue. So I'll go one through five. Although I like. Give me one through five. I like the majority of Kanye's albums up until the Jesus stuff. Shout out to Jesus, but it just. Shout out you to the song. You can't do that. Shout out to the song God Is. I don't is. think you can have you do seen, that. Have you heard the song God Is? That, no, I have fire. not. This I'm is from not, Kanye? Yeah, I'm not Christian. I haven't listened to Kanye in a fire song. little bit. I haven't listened to Kanye in a little bit because of other reasons. But go ahead. Give me a five since you said you're going to do it. Graduation. Mm-hmm. 
college dropout, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Mm-hmm. Late registration. Yep, that's Yeah, definitely. late register. Take that back. Late registration yeah, is tied uh, nope, for second. Nope, too late. Something else gotta come out. And last is I mean in fifth, not last, is Jesus. I love Jesus. I actually like Jesus aged pretty well. Certain songs at least. I'm gonna have to go back shit, man. No, nope, it's my turn. You're not going back. All right, I'm, I might have to drop graduation <laughs> on my top three. I'm sorry. You're dropping, I'm dropping graduation because I'm not dropping college dropout. Well, like no, said, I, I'm not dropping any. I'm not. I'm, I'm not dropping college my, dropout. I'm just gonna give you my favorites. Like, give me your list of my favorites. I'm ready. So of course, graduation duh. That's first. Um, no, uh, we need your list. I need you to rank them joints. Rank. I don't don't run from it. I don't have to. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. Um, this is really hard. So the fr- oh god, um, for number one, I feel like it's a tie between mm. college dropout and graduation, but also late registration. <sighs> mm. They're all just late registration. Now that I look at it, late registration, might be second. Hard? Are you kidding? Heard him say addiction. Like it, it was like a almost it was like rap gospel almost. Roses. Like I don't even know how to explain it. It was just so good. Bro, drive slow is one of the hardest songs ever created. Paul. <laughs> anyway, uh, Steph, you're here. I see you on your phone. What you looking at? Talk to me. Okay. All right. So that's your three. You gave me college dropout, late registration, and then my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. I feel like our. I feel like we. To be honest with you, our. Our generation of music. I think that's why we're so disgusted with Ye now, because we hold him <laughs> as it's a fact. Cause we it's hold him as such standard. a yeah, like we like you we we, we literally we, like, we grew up to yeah, so it's a little di- like we hurt a little different when he do the dumb shit that he does. But I said all of that to say, I don't think it's really close for me. His best album is my beautiful dark twisted fantasy from start to finish. That album is a masterpiece. It's I think it's uh, the most perfect album I've ever heard. That album is like that shit is it, it's it's a score. It's like that shit is a Martin Scorsese film. Like, it's just perfect. Like, and like, and yeah, even said it. Like when Jesus came out, he's like, if I wanted to make another perfect album, I can go do that. I can make my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. This can he? I wish he would. Now, no, because yeah, it's too be. far. He's too far gone. I and mean, he's gonna start talking about abortion and the seven seals. It's <laughs> <laughs> but 2013, 2014. Yeah, I think could have done that again. Here's the deal, man. I I think that was his. I think that was his best album, but. But, oh, but, I feel like that was, like, if I had to look at Ye's career and say when was, like, the switch in terms of his artistry, it was right after that. Right after My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, I think he went off the deep end. Um, I mean, yeah, but I'm not going to lie. Like, I love Jesus. I still really like The Life of Pablo. Um, Jesus is the, the only life of Pablo newest one I fuck right. with. Yeah, Jesus. Jesus is probably the last newest one that I fuck with. Yeah, and granted, I've muted Ye for the last year and a half, two years almost. I don't know. Like like I said, the only Kanye albums I really don't care for are the gospel stuff. And this is what, last two? 
Last three? I don't know. I you. I don't know. Whatever. I, I love the know. collab with Kid Cudi. I really like Kissy that Ghost, and I haven't. I think I heard it at the barbershop because they had it playing. So I don't know if that counts for my my yay muting, but I, I don't know. I, really I didn't like cut it, it. on. Uh, the life of Pablo had great songs. I still listen to that all the time. What I will say is this. <clears throat> excuse me. The reason why I brought this up is because my beautiful dark twisted fantasy just turned ten years old recently. Do you guys feel old yet? Uh, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy is ten. I already feel I. <laughs> I'm still trying to tell myself 10 years ago is not the year 2000, okay? Yeah, like... I keep forgetting <laughs> that 10 years ago is not the year 2000. In my head, I still kind of think of, like, 1970s, like, 30 years ago. Yeah, bro, that's why I've been living in the year 2000 in my and I'm brain not even for old, a long but time. Still. Yeah, well, I'm not, we're not even old. We're still really young, but it's just... I feel like we've lived through a lot. Like, our era, like, the kids born in the 90s were, like... They, they have... We went through, like, the... The times where like you couldn't be on the phone and the internet at the same time. You no me facts. To having a, a, a phone in your hand. You used to try to pick up the phone. I remember. Mom, I mom, can I call my friend? So. No, I'm on the computer. Okay, when are you gonna be done? I'm on the computer. Okay. I you sound like you talking from some trauma. You all right? You good? Because <laughs> you don't get an answer. I'm on the computer. When I'm done, then you can get on the phone and talk to your little friends. I, I, okay. Why is that shit so funny to me? <laughs> so I was born in 97, right? Trauma should not be funny. I was born in 97. Shut up. So I know what CDs are. I'm not. So I remember like a few years ago, I think one of my stepdad's friends, she was like, do you even know what CDs are? I'm like, yeah, no, I'm a little bit young. I'm not a fucking moron. Like, <laughs> even it. Okay, so where, where, did, where did your music start for you? Did you have a, uh, did you have a cassette player with a headset? Uh, did I own one personally? Yeah. No. I had one. That's I where I started. Pl- That's I where had I started. a CD player. That's where you started? That's where I yeah, started. Yeah, CD player, yeah. But I didn't have the... Shout out to my dad. I played the fuck out of Pox cassette tapes. Like, played them... I played my dad shit ragged to the point to I where I cried when I ruined that shit. I was like, bro, my dad's gonna kill me. Dude, when the I... The, when the iPod came out... Y'all, remember how big the iPods used to be? Anyway, no facts. When that came out, I was like... You can listen to your music on this. I was so excited. The first this holds time, everything? The first time I got the, you know, the iPod shuffle where you just press the button? I hated Those? them shits. Okay, well, as a child. I hated them shits. That was wonderful for me. I really enjoyed that because I was like, I don't, because I used to just be playing the CDs. And when I found out I could just put all my music on that and then just get some hip, like just some earphones. What's the last like, CD you bought? The last CD I bought? Oh, I know. Hold on, hold on. Um, Views. And okay. the reason I remember okay. is because okay. it was after I had totaled my car, because my car had Bluetooth and everything, my, and I had to drive my mom's car until I got a new car. And her car, weirdest thing, like my mom's car is not super old. It's like an 08. And mind you, cars in like the 90s still got the ox, or even where you put the tape in to plug up the yeah. cord. So I'm like, this is just was a bad invention. Like they didn't <laughs> even... You can't even, it wasn't even the type of car where you can get it installed. Like, the installation was just, like, crazy ridiculous. Like, you would have to, you would have to really know cars or go to somebody who knew cars or you're going to be spending a lot of money for it. So, I was just like, I need to buy a CD. I need to buy something that I know I'm not going to, like, get tired of. And I love Drake. So, I bought Views. And I played it till it was, it started to skip. Are you ready to argue that that's, are you ready to concede, rather, that that's his best album? His best? That's a great album. Best? I don't know. We'll get back to that. That shit might be 22 songs without a miss. But, um, 
Where was I at? Were we talking about where we getting back to, yeah? I, I don't no, want to jump off the no, topic. No, we left, yeah. Oh, no, what I was about to say, because it's, it's turning 10, but the reason why I wanted to do this is because um, I wanted to ask you guys a favorite songs. Or oh, a favorite song from the you album. You said when's the last time I played a CD? Okay. Oh, see, thank you. That's the that was the point that I wanted to make. Last time you bought a CD. I think 2018. Who would you buy? I know I bought something like two years ago. I, I bought a Good Kid, Mad City. That was the last album that I bought. That was the last CD that I bought. I buy vinyls now. I don't have a vinyl player. Would I do that? Target. This is, this is not, not an ad. They're not too expensive, huh? If you catch them now. Um, you, you know the last CD you bought? No? Like actual, actual CD that you went and bought. I downloaded Kendrick's album, and I felt like I cheated him when I heard Good Kid, Mad City, so I had to go do it. Which one? See, here you go. I love Trey. So now, now we got to pull Steph into the verses back. I had a, yeah. Shut up. Caprice is so Caprice Caprice has been dragging me for this take for the longest. In a twenty <laughs> in a versus battle, twenty hits. No. What's the final score if Trey Songs goes against Samaria? No. See, why is everybody so fucking dismissive? But why is everybody so dismissive? Is it like fifteen five? Like you guys are disrespectful. Not even fi- okay. We're gonna move on. Um. So. <laughs> I talk a lot about um, transitions on albums, songs, song transitions. Push got a crazy one. I don't even know exactly what it is, but he has uh, um, 40 Acres and something else. 40 Acres goes into something else on, uh, I believe that song, My Name Is My Name. It's a great album. Um, a, a, an amazing album. Um, Push is like three for his last three or four for his last four. I don't know. But In my um, mind, he's never missed, even with clips. So. You might be right, actually. Push may have never missed. I mean, I... Music is so subjective, that's why it's hard. But, like, for me personally, nah, he's I, up there. Yeah, these never, there's never been an album I've listened to or, or pushes on the like the majority of where I'm like, yeah, you can, you can't rock with it. Yeah. And this is the funny part because I was about to, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you guys your favorite, um, your favorite, uh, songs from, uh, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. But I was looking at this and I said, okay, hold on. This six and seven might be the craziest transition. And then I looked at eight and nine and said, Yay wasn't playing fair. And then I went and looked at three, four, and five and said, Yeah, this is definitely his best album. I just want to give you guys three, four, and five really quick. So it's Power, which I believe might be the that's my favorite song on the album. That's not his best one. That's my favorite song on the album. All of the lights, the interlude, then it's all of the lights. Oh, I remember my then it's Monster, So Appalled, Devil in a New Dress, and Runaway. Devil. Those? What is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's seven songs. If he released that with the good, um, with the um, good music releases when everybody's album was seven, that shit is better than most people's debuts, their last albums, their best albums. That seven song gap is fucking nuts. And I didn't mention Gorgeous. I didn't mention Blame Game. It's not close. This is Ye's best album. Devil in a New Dress is unfair. That's the craziest. I don't know. That's I think So Appalled might be the best song on here. Ah, monster. And it's funny. He don't even have a best verse on his fucking best album. Nicki does. I was about to say, Nicki went crazy. Lost in the World is an amazing song, too. 
All right, man. I I just I just literally went through that little seven song gap, and I I don't think, bro. I don't even know where to go from this. I don't even know where to go from this. Kanye was in a different bag in this, and this is where I feel bad. Put on gorgeous real quick. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, definitely. And this is where I'm confused because similar to what people say about Eminem. Eminem made his best music when he was at the worst point in his life. I don't know what Ye was doing then, but God willing, if it's not disastrous to his life, I need Ye to get back to that. Like, hey. I'm not gonna lie. You, hey. Oh, it's a lot of music. This will always be different. This used to be how it is. So this album came out when I was like in seventh or eighth grade. This is ridiculous, bro. I had this song as my ringtone when I woke up in the morning. And you know, when I you think you did like, tell me this. When you put like songs on as your ringtones, you start to hate them eventually. Never I happened. Still, I still love this song. <laughs> Never happened, cause it won't happen. I need it. I hey. From me. I don't know, man. This album is so unfair. Capri's smiling like hell behind the camera because you know I'm right. This album is perfect from start to finish. It's perfection. When's the last time you guys heard a perfect album? Like perfect. Like don't touch it. Because I think I, I think I know. Mine. Talk about Drake. Oh, you're oh you're. Perfect album. Like I wouldn't do a thing to it. I wouldn't do a thing to take care. I love Take Care. I, I definitely agree with Drake's point on that, that, like, quote-unquote, need to trim the fat a little bit. I was about to say, I would cut some songs. Mozzie, don't touch it. Any Mozzie album? See, I don't know. Like, I feel like perfect is, like, literally perfect. Like, don't change a chord. Don't change a piano note. Don't change a sax. Don't change a flute. Gonna, I'm not don't change lie, shit. Like, I think it's been years. For, it's been 15 years, I feel like, for me. I think my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy... And Dummy by Portishead are the two. Bless. Bless. Are the two albums across any genre where, like, I just wouldn't. Bless. There's nothing. I love uh, Good Kid, Mad City, but I could go without Real. I would say I would cut a song from from uh, Good Kid, Mad like, City, Real is too. A, a cool song, but, like, I, I don't know, like, if I would. But, like, it's a great album. Like, it's like a 99. It just, <laughs> if it, he just took Real off of there and just replaced it with, like, something. It's perfect for you. It's perfect. I feel like the last time I had, like, I ran into a perfect album. So I think My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is perfect. Yeah. In terms of perfect albums, the last time I heard a perfect album was The Evolution of Robin Thicke. That was the last time I heard a perfect album. Don't change a thing. I've had suggestions on what you could change, what you could take out, what you could add in every album since. Between The Evolution of Robin Thicke and My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, I don't think I've heard a perfect album. Um, let me pull up Beyonce. Okay, Blue. I, I here you go. I'm gonna listen to that. Guy. <laughs> I was say, real. see, now nah, I'm gonna be, now nah, I'm gonna be the asshole to be like, you don't think Sasha Fierce was like? I'm not saying. Come on, guys. I never <laughs> really listened to and Robin actually, Thicke. And actually, I don't think Sasha Fierce is even one of my favorites. The only, I think nah, my, I just said it. I just said a Beyonce album. I think that I had two favorites on there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I knew Beyonce was a different breed when I went to the On the Run tour and found myself. I don't want to say enjoying more, but knowing more of Beyonce's songs. 
and that fucked me up. Because when Jay came out, I was like, oh, okay, I remember this Jay lyric. I mean, this Jay uh, song. I may not remember every bar. I'm singing Beyonce shit, and I'm like, fam, why do I know this? This girl, she said once that every man's favorite Beyonce song is Me, Myself, and I. And I was like, holy shit, that's true. It's not. It's not. My favorite song is Halo. And I think that's a perfect song. That's a song Me, Myself, that you and can't I, touch. that's. That's, that's, that's an amazing song. That, I think Halo was And I was going to say, song. Dangerously in Love is, I don't think I would change anything to that. Yeah? Every song is perfect to you? Do you listen to Portishead? No. Yeah. I have no idea who that is. You might be putting me up on something. But like, yeah, Portishead, it's like... Uh, yeah, I see, and I don't want to jump further back after that, too. But you no, said Port- in terms Portishead. of, like, all time, like, in terms of perfect albums, it's Portishead and then... Porter said dummy and then Kanye, my beautiful luck is fantasy. I can't really think of I'm trying to think maybe there's but even Good Kid Mad City, like as much as I love it, like Yeah. Something that you would change. Like I would consider it like a ninety nine out of a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah, I guess I'm gonna cut the speaker off now. I, I didn't play a lot of music. If you're watching oh, this on bad, YouTube, bro. um I'm sorry really, for that. Really it's a real. lot best. Probably getting cut out, but sorry for you. Uh sorry for you, uh YouTube watchers. Really quick. Um, I got a couple more music things. I know I got music. Um, the Jeezy and Gucci versus battle. We talk. We say we were gonna talk about it before the battle happened and got biased. Um, how'd you guys feel about that? It was lit. Let's let let's let's talk music first. Let's talk music first. I only saw some of it, but like, I don't know. Like Jeezy was so mature. And then Gucci okay, so I know where you're at. I know where you're at. She was basically like, "This next song is called Jeezy's a hoe." <laughs> the, oh, the, the the memes and the gifts and stuff, bro. So here's the deal. So I'm gonna talk music first. I went into this saying that Jeezy was going to. First of all, I went into this saying that my scorecard was probably gonna look a lot more or a lot different from Atlanta's, because I know that Gucci is a god down there. So. I'm viewing it from somebody from California where I feel like Jeezy's music reached, if not quicker, it reached to a wider variety. So, like I said, I, I truthfully, <laughs> I said on, uh, I think I said on Facebook that the one uh, that 101, TM 101 is a tutorial. And I think that is an album that is classic. So, I was, I actually looked at 101 and I was like, if Jeezy just plays this, like, and then he bounces around to a couple of features, this is going to be somewhat of a lopsided battle. So, I said all of that to say, three songs in, when Jeezy played Trap or Die, I was terrified. Because I was like, I got Gucci up 2-1. And that's where I stopped counting. Because that's when I realized, right after that moment, Gucci wasn't there for music. At all. Gucci's goal was to wrap all of those lyrics to Jeezy's face. That was it. Yeah. I have no other words for that. Nothing else. Like like and you said, Jeezy was mature, and I, mm, Gucci has been through shit. What am I going to say? Touch his, uh, did he really even touch his mixtape shit? I don't think he did. No, I think he did. Well, I think he did because I think that was the purpose of it. Gucci didn't touch a lot of his hits. Yeah, he didn't play Lemonade. Like, Gucci wasn't there for that. Gucci was there to prove a point. Gucci was there to essentially say what he had to say and say, I mean, you're right here. 
If you don't like something that was said, get right here. And I think that was the whole point of what Gucci, what, I mean, what Jeezy was saying. It wasn't going to be none of that. Jeezy wasn't going to react regardless. So this is what I want to talk about. Social media afterwards. The things that Jeezy was called, of course, if you know a little bit about behind the scenes, of course, yeah, like you so may have different like feelings about it. Like, I like the fact that Jeezy was mature. Like, he didn't, he kept it about the music. He's in his 40s. Like, he's got a family. Like, he doesn't need to, like, that's, he's past all that. You could tell. Like, he's, uh, I don't know. I, I really like, I didn't like that people were, like, clowning Jeezy for that. It's like, what do you? What do you want him to do? Um, here's the deal. I know, like I said, I know a lot of people feel, <coughs> excuse me, different ways about loyalty because that that became the bigger conversation about loyalty to to friends and things of that nature. Um, <coughs> this is what I will say. This is something that I've always said for the longest. So I want to commend both of those gentlemen for getting on that stage and doing what they did, regardless of what the conversation became afterwards. Uh, Caprice, I know for a fact that I told you this. I'm a firm believer in feeling like this is why two men that have a problem should not talk in front of a crowd. This is exactly why. Because egos get involved, things get involved. If we go outside one-on-one and you yell or I yell, one of us is going to check each other. You're not going to feel like I have to check you because X, Y, and Z is watching. So my whole thing is people said that they didn't feel like they talked in person. I don't think they did either. But some conversation happened I mean, over the in years. order for this to take place. And do they get paid for these verses? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure Gucci wasn't showing up without one. Yeah, I was going to say if they got paid, they know what the fans want to hear. So they know what he's talking about. So it, you cut it off, I think. Are you good? I, I can hear you. That's why. Um, I was about to say I can hear it. Um, uh, feedback it for some reason, but um, I've just always said that I've always believed. I mean, how many times over the years have they like, yeah, it's over, we squashed it, and then like a year later, <laughs> it's back. I don't remember Gucci ever saying he squashed it. I remember Gucci saying he wasn't paying it no attention. No, I think like 2010, 2011, like did he? A couple of years, it just went. It kept going. Like, okay, we're. It's you know what? We let it go. And then, like, six months later, it'd be like, nah, fuck. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. If you know that story, I'm not going to – or if you don't know that story, I'm not going to tell you here. But if you know that story, then you know. If you know, you know. Shot the push. Um, Like I said, this is why I feel like they both understood – I shouldn't say they both, but Jeezy understood for sure what I feel like what the potential backlash could have been in terms of social media. I know a lot of people on social media felt a lot of different ways. Um. I think the word that we're going to keep using is mature. So because of that, I feel like Jeezy won the music because that's what Jeezy showed up for. If you were watching that battle for something else, I could see if you were leaning a different way because Gucci came there with one intention and he I'm pretty sure he served his purpose or it served his purpose. That's what he wanted to do. Um, Where was that? Where was that? Oh. Last topic, actually, on music, uh, before we get into uh, some of these, um, hopefully, happier songs. Um, but we talked about Inner Lee Chopper on this podcast before. 
and we I think we actually just said protect him. Just protect him because he's already shown to be a young brother in this rap game uh, who is evolving in front of our eyes. And I think it's interesting because he just tweeted out randomly that he's not normally in people's business, but he didn't like the fact that 300 was essentially leaving Famous Dex out to dry. And if you know anything about Famous Dex, it appears it, it appears that he may be suffering from some sort of addiction. Um, I don't even believe that he said it with his own words, um, but I did hear what he said in, re in response to NLE Choppa's tweet. And... It, it bothered me um, only because you could see the hurt on Dex's face. And the thing that I liked about it was that you couldn't – he didn't leave it up to chance for you to wonder what he was hurting about. Dex let it be known. So once NLE Chopper said what he said and he felt like they weren't helping an artist – that's helping them, clearly. He felt like they're watching another artist die behind an addiction. Famous Dex came out and said that NLE Chopper said nothing wrong. At least he cares. That was all I needed to hear. Because we do have people around us that will literally destroy themselves if they feel like nobody cares. So... I want to commend NLE Chopper once again for doing what he did, especially knowing that he said that he's not in people's business, things of that nature. I know a lot of us don't want to be in people's business until <laughs> we're in people's business. Um, but if you feel like, I think Cole said it in KOD, if you feel like it's certain things that are going on and taking place around you that just don't sit well with you, there are ways to go about it. I, I know Dirk did a, a Vlad TV interview a while ago, I think, and um, they were speaking about um, drug use. And Dirk said, at the end of the day, we're we're men, so I'm not going to tell you, like, don't do X, Y, and Z, because if you tell me don't do X, Y, and Z, I'm going to tell you, you don't know what's going on in my life. Plain and simple, conversation done. So, like he said, from a friend's standpoint, I could look at you and say, yo, bro, chill out on all that shit. It means the same thing. Caprice, can you take that off of the, what's it called? Can you take that off of the microphone? Because it keeps cutting off the mic and it keeps cutting it on. Um, I, like, just slide it out. Like, I, I don't know. I'm going to have to cut your mic down. The situation, like, I don't pay attention to famous decks or anybody like that. But as far as the addiction thing, I mean, like, people aren't going to stop unless they want to stop. Like, they have to, a lot of people just have to hit rock bottom before they can. Because, honestly, like, as your, as a friend, or just as somebody who cares, if you see somebody going through that, like, you can't enable them. Like, as much as they might hate you, it might seem like an asshole, but you just got to be 100% honest and tell them 100% the truth. It's like, listen, you're, you're doing heroin. Right. Like, you, you know, this is going to kill you eventually. Like, we don't want to see you die. Obviously, this is an extreme example. I'm not saying everybody's addicted to heroin. No, nah, but, I mean, you're talking about addiction in general. Here's the deal, though. What you just said was sometimes you, like, you don't care if you get seen, like, an ass, viewed like an asshole, things like that. But here's the deal. You may have a friend or a family member that is on, uh, that has an addiction, rather. Any sort. Gambling, liquor, drugs, whatever. Sex. 
and you could tell them at some point because we've offered you so many, we've extended so many olive branches. Okay, now we're cutting it off. Now we're not doing it. That's the tough love portion of it. Here's the reason why I feel like N.A. Lee Chopper said what he said. Because you just said it. You're doing that with a friend. You're doing that with somebody that's close to you, somebody that you've already tried to talk to. So you're giving them that tough love point. To N.A. Lee Chopper's point, who would know Famous Dex best besides his family and friends? You're his label. I have, uh, I have a cousin. He's like six or seven years older than me, and he's been addicted to like cr- crack, heroin, like everything. Everything in the book. The fact that he's still alive, honestly, is a testament to God. Um, <laughs> shout out to him. But I don't know. Like, we, we tried everything to help the guy out. It, people, there's nothing you can do. Like, you could put him in. You can even take him to rehab if you have the, like, you can do all of that. But right. it's up to them. Thank no, God. For the most part, he stopped doing drugs. Like, now he just smokes weed, which is perfect. I mean. We could argue if drug is a weed to begin with. But exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. But as far as drugs. Did I say drug is a weed? As far as drugs, quote unquote, go. <laughs> it might be. So, you know, he still does, like, other things. But, like, every man's <laughs> got to have his vices. I'm going to go back and say it. We can determine whether weed is a drug. It, it doesn't matter either way. Because, I mean, aspirin is a drug. But I'm still going to take aspirin when I don't feel good. If I've ever told on myself during the podcast, that was it. Fuck me. Um, <laughs> let's move on quickly. Hilarious. Wow. Um, shout out to Inerly Chopper. Uh, I don't like the fact that that um, tweet, I feel like, w- kind of came and went still. So um, that's a little unfortunate, but I do have some bad news to get to. Go ahead. You, Addiction you're counselors good. can help. Like the 12-step program, it would be better if it wasn't so – religion based and not because i think that you know christianity or other religions are bad i'm a religious person myself it's just some people want to go but like they're not religious and they don't i was just about to say some people don't everybody don't abide by that addiction counselors are really some are really good that can definitely and i hate to say it bro but just similar to what i said before when i seen famous 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 decks i don't know why i always do that famous decks um when i seen that hurt in his face like i said before I don't know who's around him, but when he said at least somebody cared, he told you what he was feeling. So when you said that you can't help them, like, I slightly disagree. You can't take the drugs out of their hand. You can't take the bottle out of their hand. You can't stop them from gambling. That's what I mean. But You could be there for a person. Yeah, okay, okay, so that's where we disagree. I mean, that's where we actually agree. Um, So, yeah, I, I, it goes back to that old saying, you can lead a horse to water, you can't make him drink it, so... I think that's obviously pretty tough. Um, I'm going to start this song and run through a couple of these not fun topics. Um, but, uh, hey, I don't know what the hell is going on. But um, I'm going to run through a couple of these not fun topics while I have before I let go. Playing in the background. Um, we talked about him, I think, on the last pod. But uh, Wayne, since, the, since then, news has come out. Wayne is actually um, facing federal charges. And I think as early as last night, I don't know if you've seen this, but last night I've seen that uh, the FBI allegedly is looking for Casanova, rapper Casanova. I just want to say, as I've said before, there is a war on hip-hop. There has been a war on hip-hop. That name that we no longer say on this podcast, um, that I think the last time we discussed was maybe episode, like, 
13 or some 12 or something like that. It's been quite a while. Um, Sorry, but be you, but huh? No, I was like, no, nah, you're no, you're good. Fine. I'm I'm about to run through these topics. You know, when I cut on this song, I'm gonna run through all the bad topics, and we're gonna get out of here. Shout out to the Joe Budden podcast for definitely giving us an idea like this. Um, so shout out to Wayne, shout out to Casanova. We're praying for their situation. Um, and in the same time, while they're issuing, um, at the same time when they're issuing, uh, when they're trying to. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, so at the same time, when I don't know what the fuck is going on, but it's not like we're sitting here recording a whole thing. Fuck is you on? Um, anyway, while that's happening with rapper Casanova and Lil Wayne, I'm pissed off that I even got to say this name, but Kyle Rittenhouse oh. was able to post bail and is now a free man. So, it's right in front of us. <laughs> As I've said before, they're, they're letting you know what's going on right in front of you. So, protect yourself any way that you deem possible. Arm yourself with knowledge. Arm yourself, please. I'm really, really actually happy. I think those are only the, the only two things that we had that were relatively bad topics. So I'm going to slowly get the song about it here uh, before I let go. Frankie Beverly and Maze. Um, yeah, man. So we're going to actually cut the, the speaker off. If it'll ever go off. Damn. I'll cut it back on. It was good. All right. So um, only two quick bad topics, I guess, that we'll say that we uh, had to talk about today. But... um. Now we can get into some lighthearted topics, and this is pretty much where we start to wrap up this pod. Uh, everybody killed Kevin Hart on um, social media behind his stand-up not being funny. Uh, fuck, does anybody know the name of it? I don't want to be that guy. Oh, you just dang. watched it. I just watched it, and we forgot the name. I don't remember. Three people in here watched it and don't remember the name. The most, the, the one that just, the one that just came out. Uh, I forgot. Did you cut the mic again? No, it's on. Oh, okay. I, it keeps it keeps sounding like it's clicking, and I'm like, what is going on? Um, I yeah, is it zero fucks given? Zero fucks given. Okay, so that is the one that he just released from uh the one that he did, I guess, in his house. I, I didn't agree with everybody that it wasn't funny. I thought yeah, I thought it was funny. There were now there were a few jokes that I did not find funny. But I would assume that's every stand up. Nah, no. Some some standups are. How many standups have I've you ran through that Dave were hilarious? I've never watched a stand up where something wasn't funny, so don't let's not go there. At all? No. I, nah, Dave is hilarious. I'm just I'm just I'll saying. Cat Williams. <laughs> Wait. Cat <laughs> Williams is one of them. Oh, Dave Chappelle is so funny. Um. <laughs> jokes and jokes and jokes. Jokes and jokes. <laughs> um, so <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. Um. Where are we at? Uh, oh, Kevin Hart stand-up. Uh, did you watch it? Right. No, no, I didn't watch it. I haven't watched Kevin Hart in a long time. God, look at the power you hold, Dave. We got <laughs> off track. Okay, yeah. yeah fast. Uh, <laughs> yes, Kevin. Um, yeah, everybody was, like, saying, like, it was just super ass. And I didn't, like, I still thought, like, a lot of it was, I thought most of it was funny. There was, like, the controversial comment about, you know, his daughter and whole, like, activities. Right. And I thought it was a tasteless joke. But I also thought 
he did too much with like trying to defend himself, trying to defend his joke. Clearly, it was a joke for you. Right. I don't think that you think your daughter is a whore and you walk around the house saying, "Ha, you're a whore," all day. I don't think that's <laughs> yeah. what's actually <laughs> happening. I would hope not. Like, no, that's what I'm saying. I don't think that's actually happening. Eating I breakfast. understand where people are coming from with like feeling like it was inappropriate, but. You're a comedian. Let your jokes fly. Like you say what you. I mean, I've you got to stand on it at some point. That's what Richard Pryor and Eddie Murphy. They've said some foul shit. Like, hey, I hope I really hope I don't get in trouble for this, but I'm reiterating Dave's joke. But just like Dave said on Sticks and Stones, he got in trouble for doing a show. And or doing a skit and using a joke that had the word faggot in it. Bro, like, that's my whole point because <laughs> Caprice is behind the camera crying. I feel like the reason why that is hilarious is because, first of all, it's a, it's a comedian's joke. So this is my whole thing with I mean, arrogance. I go back to what I always say. There's a certain level of arrogance that it takes to be great. Dave wouldn't dare explain a joke. Jerry Seinfeld wouldn't dare explain a joke. That's what I'm saying. If you don't get it, you don't get it. If you feel like I'm an asshole, great. I evoked an emotion for And you. let's keep it real. If a woman comedian made a joke about her son having holes or being fat. It would be or, completely different. Or, or uh, I think, now I think my, my son is a pimp because I see girls coming through the house. I thought everybody would laugh. And I bet nobody, half the people wouldn't have the same reaction that they did about him referring to his daughter with whole activities. If a woman says something about her son, it would be, oh, that's so funny. But he said it and everybody's like, oh, God, it was so horrible. Like, I. Like I said, I you don't have to like the joke. I can I don't think it's tasteful, but I just I also don't think it was that big of a deal. I personally. Yeah. So, okay, Dave is my goat, but like, and although he said like I guess not for me, but like some people think controversial things. The next two on my Dave list. Because Dave says the truth. Yeah, I don't think yeah, the truth is controversial. Okay. Sorry. The next two comedians on my favorite list are Joey Diaz, Patrice O'Neill. And rest in peace, Patrice, Patrice O'Neill. Now, Patrice O'Neill, if he was alive to this day and he came up with a stand-up, it would not be released. Absolutely not. Well, it would be released, but... Not he, on Netflix, or... Eh, it might be. Here's the whole... Here's here's my whole thing, though. The elephant in the room... Patrice would not... He he wouldn't tweet for days after. He would probably let people do whatever they want, say whatever they want, feel however they want. He wouldn't apologize for a fucking thing. Patrice Bill Burr wouldn't apologize for a joke. Patrice O'Neill, like, I can watch Joey Diaz and Patrice O'Neill, and I'll literally, like, because Dave is funny and he's my goat, but, like, it's more of, like, in the, a lot of it just being, like, the truth, like you said, like, and jokes, and that's what makes him the goat, but, like, Patrice O'Neill, like, I literally have had, like, tears running Facts. down my face to where, like, people have asked me, like, dude, is everything all right? Like, you crying? I'm like, yeah, I'm crying, but from laughter? Man, Dave, said Dave has made me cry. He doesn't need Tommy his left Davison. foot. He only needs his right foot to drive. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, technically speaking, no comment. No comment. But Tommy Davidson has, has had me crying before. Cat Williams has had me crying before. And Dave Chappelle has had me crying before. Richard Pryor as well. Cat Williams. Fuck, honestly, it's a lot of people. Did you name Eddie? I didn't say Eddie. Eddie. <laughs> yeah, you got Eddie no eyes cream. You got no eyes cream. <laughs> All right, man. I can't do this shit. Eddie Murphy's, I can't do this Eddie Murphy's stuff from like the eighties. <laughs> you dropped your eyes. He's like, damn it, Eddie. <laughs> that shit definitely. I love get Eddie. He's hilarious. Rest in peace to Charlie Motherfucking Murphy, man. Oh man. Rest, Rest in peace to the legend. I just wanted to get that out the way and make sure I said that. Rest in peace to, to, to excuse me to Patrice O'Neill as well. 
Um, speaking of that, we already mentioned Dave Chappelle's name. Dave Chappelle had a stand-up called Unforgiven where he explained that he did not own the rights to Chappelle show. And I was appalled. I was sick. I had no clue. I was sitting up here cackling every night. Thinking, thinking that I'm giving this man streams and money and to find out, are you kidding? I, I honestly, I, a lot of things like, okay, you shouldn't be surprised. I know the industry, they're not fair. They take advantage. But I mean, that show was, he was doing, he was ahead of his time. Way ahead of his time. This is where and I go to. to not get the money is ridiculous. No, well, I mean, here's. Not to have the money, like the money from that, not to, like. We shouldn't be streaming it, and this nigga's like, oh, actually, not hey, I paid. don't get paid for that. That should not be the case. Is that why it got Even taken Netflix off Netflix? Even Netflix was like, whoa, we... They didn't know. Well, our bad. Nah, facts. Because here's the deal. Like, and I- I've told you this before, too, especially in learning what I've learned in the last, what, two years of business. Um, very rarely are you going to find situations... I'm always going to compare stuff back to music. Very rarely are you going to find a situation like where Nip went to Atlantic. Because everybody was like, oh, Nip signed the Atlantic. Nip signed a distribution deal. You guys are just going to give me an elevated platform to release Victory Lap. That was his goal. Like, that was his goal. So it was his project. That was his. We all know that. So basically what that was was Nip taking him a completed project. Therefore, if we're talking about the Joe Budden podcast, we're talking about um, uh, Bill Simmons, uh, The Ringer, if we're talking about before The Ringer, 30 for 30, all of these different things, I'm going to use Bill Simmons as a point of reference. You take them the idea of 30 for 30. Let's say Bill Simmons had an idea called Simmons Docs. I don't fucking know. But let's say he has something called Simmons Docs. And ESPN says, and let's say he already owns it, things of that nature. He takes it to ESPN. ESPN realizes because you own that, we would have to pay you proceeds off of it. It's almost like your royalties, things like that. We would have to pay you off of that because you just brought us a completed idea. How about we take your idea and we formulate a new one, and we go with that. We alter your idea, and we make it a new one. Because the moment you alter it a little bit, that becomes a whole different entity owned by them. So I don't know what Dave's original show was, but because they went into business together, that show falls under the Comedy Central umbrella. Now, Dave can speak out more if he would like to, and explain that he took them that whole idea and just did bad business because, like he said, which I think he actually did say, because he said in the stand-up he was a young, a young father who needed a check. He had a baby on the way. So, yeah, he was going to sign it. So And those that show, he wrote that stuff. That Them people. 100%. That was his idea. You can clearly him and Him and Neil. Him, him and his and writer. His, yeah, they're, they're, yeah, nobody else. And, and that's kind of just where I wanted to go with it. I think Dave has become – next level in terms of his in terms of the way that he does stand-ups i think we always used to go to stand-ups and and be ready for an hour and i think kev did an hour and a half once and i don't know which one that was but like how how long was delirious and raw if them shits were an hour yeah eddie was funny the whole time if them if they were only an hour because that's kind of unfair it's funny the whole time (laughs) i'm telling you yeah, Lillian, all of his new words. rules on the refrigerator. <laughs> Lillian. If you don't know that reference, bro, just No, the main one is ice cream. If you don't know that you dropped your ice cream, you got to you got to start over, bro. Funny, like, you got to you got to just start over. Go start from the beginning. Um you better, you better Oh, uh Steph, I don't know if you want to pull up a chair, 
But uh, this is where you gotta head out. Yeah, I gotta head out. So oh, I'm about to say no. You can you can actually sit uh, with Caprice, honestly. Uh, Celine, appreciate you, my guy. I know you have to run out. Um, we're about to get into topics that might get me dragged, so I don't mind being the only male in this room. I hope that uh, shit doesn't go left. Um, I don't think this is gonna fit. This is gonna uh, go all the way to you. You coming over here? Oh, okay. Ah, look at you. You're joining us. Shout out to Steph. Last few Appreciate minutes. you, Celine. Appreciate you, Celine. And then I feel like I'm, and I feel like I'm about to like throw yeah. shots at women. Oh, Thank you for joining right. us. I appreciate yeah, you. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. And you sound beautiful. I'm listening to oh, it, so you sound great. You. Got you on that. <laughs> so appreciate you. So this is bad news, but um, sorry that you have to be here for this one. Do you want to know what? Do you know what gaslighting is? Like. A little manipulation, a little bullshit, a little, you know, mm -hmm. pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so do you know why I feel like gaslighting has become such a coined term over the last two years or so no, by women? Because no. women have mastered the idea of gaslighting. Oh, so they do it. And they, they try to do the reverse psychology yeah. and be like, oh, you're gaslighting right now. Do you know how many times I have been put in a position where I'm chill? And then I'll get, like, let's say I'm talking to somebody and they're yelling, and I'm calm. Like, I have a homegirl who calls me LB, because not very many things are going to get a rise out of me. And I'll be chilling the whole time. And then the moment I raise my voice, that person to drop theirs and be like, oh, my gosh, you're so aggressive. Yeah. You're so angry. So the 45 minutes of you yelling at first don't count, right? No, it's all, it negates everything. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I believe it, though. <laughs> this is, this is. I'm not doing this shit. It goes both <laughs> ways, though. I, you know, depends on the person. I don't know if it's a woman mm. or a man. Like, you know. I don't thing. gaslight. I mean, that example you just gave, I feel like I've been there. I <laughs> so See, I know you have. I know you have. Woman, Caprice, so have you ever done that? Have I ever gaslighted? Why are you, you smiling behind the mask? I can right? hear you. I can hear you. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking, like, this because it's the term is just funny. Like, me manipulate? No, men have. See, here you go. I have been yeah. good and nice and sweet and loyal. So, no. <laughs> Wait a minute. I hold on. You're going to get that off? I have not partook. What's the word? How do you say? What's it's partook. Mm -hmm. It's partook. <laughs> I have not. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't dabbled in that. Because actually, like, manipulating. No, I didn't have time for that. I didn't want to manipulate anybody. I don't want to. That's just exhausting. I... I don't want to be into arguments and, and make you think you're crazy. Like, I do like to get to the bottom of things. I feel like niggas, niggas will for sure gaslight me. Like, I'm crazy. Like, <laughs> one guy I was dating, like, I hadn't heard from him for, like, two or three days. And I finally hear from him, and he's like, oh, like, you're tripping. Like, what's the big deal? I'm tripping. I had to, like, like reevaluate. Okay, so you were gone for three days. Didn't hear from you. I'm thinking you're dead. And now that I'm going <laughs> off on you, that you're not dead, I'm tripping. And okay. she's like, did I do something wrong? Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. So I've been, yeah. I I've wish Celine was still here. I've been a victim of gaslighting. But that's not to say, I mean, women gaslight. I just, I would honestly say that I have not. But women do and men do. I don't, like, purposely, like, I feel like, I feel like when people use gaslighting, like, a lot of people who do it, they do it purposely. Like you're purposely trying to manipulate. Right. I don't. That's not really happened. 
I don't think I've purposely done it. I could have been in an argument and been wrong or remember something incorrectly mm-hmm. and just n- been wrong. I've been wrong plenty of times, right. but right. purposely gaslighting and purposely like mm, knowing what happened and being like, no, that's that's not what happened or oh, that's not what I said. If I say that, that's what I remember and I can be wrong, mm. but purposely like trying to manipulate, which is what people mean when they say that. No, not purposely trying to lie or manipulate anybody. No. You said you've been in, you've yeah. been there before. Yeah, but same thing though. You know, I think that was kind of like a different example. I don't think I've ever really wanted to manipulate anybody or no, really. I, if okay, I don't know, but it goes both ways. I'm gonna just say that. Yeah. I think it does go both ways. I'm trying to think about if uh, I'm not gonna tell it myself actually. <laughs> not that I think about it. I was just kidding. I didn't do that either. <laughs> like not that I think about it because I was thinking like, have I ever get? I'm pretty sure I have, but. I think you guys keep getting to like the purposefully like manipulate. I, I used to do that shit in high school. Gaslighting sure. is manipulate. The word is used in the definition manipulation. Mm-hmm. So you're purposely. That's like you're remembering something clearly. And when we get into an argument or conversation, you're purposely trying to change the story. Yeah. It's not that you remember it differently. Like, oh, that we didn't. Nah, I'm trying to throw. A, I'm trying to throw a wrench in it's there. It's like you're trying to purposely make that person think they're crazy. Literally manipulating. So, yeah. uh, have you ever purposely tried to in change high your version? Sure. Yeah, like been calculated. Like in high school for sure. Because you were trash. Go ahead. Uh, all right, relax. <laughs> That's so not the truth. Um. <laughs> Did you just give her a head nod? No, no. I was just thinking like. Oh, uh, I'm going to have to run this back. I'm going to have to run this back and make sure you didn't just give a head nod. I was just thinking. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. I bet. Um, I wanted to talk about, for some reason, I have social media changing perception on here. But I think my overall point was just mainly people rushing life because of social media. Like, they feel like they got to show it to their friends. Like, they feel like they got to be like at a certain level with certain things and i feel like i told this story before but i maybe it was just like a birthday thought Mm -hmm. because i remember um i turned 25 last year and i was in class and uh somebody said happy birthday and i was like thanks and uh (laughs) shout out to cabria she was in the back and she was like how old are you and i was like 25 and she was like "Ooh," and i was like i'm old Oh, you're old? I was like, I reached that level? Oh, dang. I'm really old. I was like, I'm, <laughs> I looked at her and was like, tell me the truth, I'm washed? Like, I should go hang them up? Like, that's just, I, I just, I got to get out of here? So it, that's when it kind of put into perspective. I was like, I don't know what idea people have in their head in terms of where you're supposed to be at certain ages, but it's like, I don't know, man. I think it's funny because I always reference, uh, granted, he's a, he's a rapper. It shouldn't, I shouldn't use that. But everybody always does the Walt did the Walt Disney's, the J.K. Rowlands, the uh, the Oprahs, things like that. But I always go to somebody like Two Chains, who had multiple felonies, and attempted to be a rapper the first time under Titty Boy. Was Titty Boy, yep. Didn't work. <laughs> no. So Titty is somebody who didn't quit. Yeah. So I look at somebody like Titty's story, and I'm like, bro, bro was gonna make it regardless. Mm-hmm. He was gonna be a fifty. He was gonna drop a fifty year old debut if he had to. So that's just the mentality that I always go with. I mean, I look at a person like Shaq, who literally has his hand in everything. Like, Shaq has his hand in everything. Shaq will make money to the day that he dies. Like, that's different. So I just feel like social media, especially learning, people are ready to – and I I feel like people want relationships to be like – 
how it started. Three months later, we're married. Shit is da 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 da. Fam, I don't know That's you. Not real. I don't yeah. know who you are. Yeah, they they see these scammers living up online, and they like, oh my gosh, how you eighteen and you can afford a house and LV bags and everybody's like life is different. Not saying every young person that has nice stuff is a scammer, but you get me. Like <laughs> yeah. you never know what what where somebody's getting it from yeah. or what kind of help they have. That's why it's not nobody's business. Like yeah. just focus on yourself because somebody a 20 year old could be rich because they got inheritance or a 20 year old could be rich because they really they really have been working since they was 18 and started a business or whatever and the they could be, be selling dope no i'm just fine. Or yeah. they could they be could doing be. they could be selling drugs or they could be scamming drugs online. Are bad guys. i know a lot of young people <laughs> who like do you know do scamming stuff but um yeah people are just so focused on like what they see, like if, like if it, if you don't, if it doesn't get posted, people feel like it didn't happen. If you don't Fact. post yeah. it somewhere, or if you don't time. post up the pictures, people are just obsessed with yeah. th- taking a picture of their food every every time they get it. Or every, it's like sometimes I enjoy like living in the moment. I I like memories too. Mm-hmm. I you know I you know make photo albums, but I like to live in the moment. People just like to have to take a picture of everything, at all times, where whenever they're going anywhere. Like, if I can go to your social media and I can tell all the last times you've been out, that's, you shouldn't even want that. Like, you should want some sort of even privacy to your own self. It's like, oh, yeah, I know Lisa. She go, she go out every Friday, Saturday, Sunday. She posted. She at this <laughs> club on Saturday. She at this bar <laughs> on Sunday. Yep, that's her. Like, every, like, I don't know. It's just why does it have to be posted? You have to, those people have to admit to themselves they feel some sort of validation by constantly posting it. Yeah. Not saying anytime you post on social media, we all have it, but to have the feeling of every time you do something, you have to post it, you have to admit you're feeling some sort of validation from people liking that. Because yeah. <laughs> you got something to say? You no, got I'm just add? saying it just consumes some people, so Their that's all life, it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then people watching it, like you said, now you feel like, oh, well, what's my time looking like? I have to yeah. do this or do that or, you know? And that's not real, so. Yeah. It's just on your own time. It's just on your own time. Yeah, yeah don't sit up and scroll in pictures and feeling now you bad feel about like yourself. Yeah, yeah, like, you feel like, man, where I should be somewhere yeah. else. Like, no. people can do that. That's that's fucking depressing. I'm sorry. I'm not going to depress myself. I'm right. going far in life, and I may not yep. be where I'm at now, but I'm happy, and I'm healthy, so. I Health is wealth, and I need yeah, my I'm healthy. Bad. Like, there's <laughs> so many. People just have to appreciate, like, just he- being healthy and being like alive especially during like a time right now too yes but like people just like you were saying earlier 25 ooh, people think like 25 is old and 30 is old like that's not old like when you're sit when you w- if you're blessed enough to grow old and you're 60 and 70 you're gonna laugh at that young you mm-hmm. saying 25 is old you're going to laugh because you're really gonna be like ah, i thought 25 now look at me 75 kane you know, <laughs> but you want to be blessed to be able to get that old. So that's why I don't like to say, like, oh, I'm old or I feel like I'm right. really old. Yeah. I just, I like to speak things into existence and I, I want to grow old, but I'm still young. I'm healthy. I'm not, not old. Like, it's, <laughs> not, like right. it's, it's not a bad thing, but you're not a senior citizen. There's, there's young, there's older, and then, like, you have, like, the middle age mm-hmm. and then when you get old. But everybody just thinks once you hit, like, 30, you got to have everything. And I think that's because of social media. When we were when we were younger, we didn't have, like, the Instagram and the Facebooks to constantly be like, um, I want to do this because I saw that. 
we have more more of a mind of our own to what we wanted to do. Like it wasn't always getting posted, and now people just live on Instagram. You were actually making another point. You were making your point uh, about social media. Oh yeah, is that my fault? Don't get so just wrapped up in social media. Like I don't have Instagram. People always ask me. Why don't you have Instagram? Why they freak Instagram? whenever you say that on the pod. And I'm always like, I have a Facebook and I have a Twitter. Why do I need to make something else to log into <laughs> to see the same shit? People are like, well, Instagram is like different. Different how? I <laughs> really. When people tell me, like, I'm like, okay, I get you. I get it. I'm sure there's plenty. That I'm sure, like, every, like, little app has their own stuff where they're, like, yeah. known for. So I get it. I'm sure maybe there's stuff on Instagram that... Maybe I won't see on Twitter for a while or Facebook for a while. But the bottom line is there's no need for me to make a whole nother account just to check. Uh, I used to have a Snapchat, too. I used to have Snapchat, mm-hmm. Facebook, and Twitter. Then I got rid of Snapchat. But people are just so obsessed with it. And I'm just like, well, why? And then people are like, oh, Facebook, that's old. Yeah, yeah old. it's for old people wait, now. Wait, old. I'm like, I don't know. My app still works. I can still log on. <laughs> I still can see the post. So, yeah, I'm just like. Am I supposed to follow? So every time something new comes out, I'm supposed to download that because the last app is <laughs> old. Like, I'm not doing that. I'm keeping my Facebook. I'm keeping my Twitter. I always tell everybody I would do Instagram for business purposes because mm-hmm. Instagram is great for people who have businesses. I, I get that. That's what Instagram is really good for. But as far as just looking at people, pictures, posting pictures all day. <laughs> you I can't mean, get with it. Same good. thing on Instagram. It's Facebook. There's a button for it, isn't it? Literally. I link everything. I see it on Twitter. There you go. I don't want to check into three and four different. Having those two is, is already. Known. Facebook is close people though. Like Facebook are people that I went to high school with, family, yeah, friends, like family, yeah, close, close friends, friends, things like that. Like so Twitter, it's a bunch of random people. Like Instagram, it's a bunch of random people. Snapchat, I don't really use like that very often. Um. I said all of that to say too. Would you guys rather be blocked, like have your number blocked, or would you would you guys rather get followed on unfollowed on all social medias? I don't know if I really like care, right? But I guess just unblock me. You don't. I mean, just unfollow me. You don't need to block me. I'm not. You know, I'm not worried about it. I don't need what to. What about you? Check. I mean, yeah, you could just unfollow me. Yeah. Because I mean. It's not that big of a deal if you just don't mm-hmm. follow me. I All right, like so I don't get too. Blocks me, I'm assuming you just don't want to ever talk to me again. Right. I would never know if somebody blocks me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. I'm not looking for anybody or checking for anybody. Yeah, so. Exactly. Yes. So yeah. here's the deal. No. So uh, what, would, what would I rather? I would rather be unfollowed. I would rather be unfollowed because, like I said before, I, I'm really, really big on this. I do not block people's numbers. Like I very rarely block if I don't if I know them. I very rarely block people's numbers because I feel like people can call you when their life is on the line. Like, I don't play those games. So, I don't block numbers, mm-hmm. but I got to a point to where with a particular person, I was like, I see what game you're playing, I'm going to just block you. Like, because clearly I keep ending up in this motherfucker. Yeah. So, I'm going to gonna keep myself away from it, and I'm going to just block you. And I thought about it in the moment, and I was like, I'm not going to block her. But I don't have to sit there and watch what she posts. I don't have to yeah. to be reminded. I don't have to have a drunk night where I see a, 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 a video and be like, oh, shit, let me see what you're doing. So I, I don't need to do that either. Yeah. So I followed her and everything. When I tell you that she hit my phone, like, spazzing. And I'm protecting her anonymity right now. But she hit my phone spazzing. And the first thing that I said to her was, 
You just called me, and I answered. So you, were you blocked her, or you just unfollowed? I tr- I told her I was gonna block her, but I okay. unfollowed her on everything. But she was so pressed about the unfollow, and that's why I asked her. I was like, "Would you rather be block your number or unfollow you?" Yeah. And she was like, "To be honest with you," and I was like, "Answer it. Like, give me an answer, cause I unfollowed you. So if you say block, I'ma hang up. Like, What's what are we name? doing?" <laughs> So I mm, don't matter. Wow. The rest, of, okay. the rest don't matter. <laughs> I was just like, whoa! I, so I wanted to bring that pie or that. I wanted to give you guys a little bit of an insight as to what happened with me, but I wanted to bring the conversation to the pie, just the general conversation. Would you rather be blocked or would you rather be unfollowed? Yeah, unfollow me. Yeah, just unfollow That's me. It. If you block me, it's like I can't. You don't want to talk to me Hell ever. What I do? Like I, I can't reach out. I can't tell you happy birthday. That's fucked up. Yeah. Like I get offended yeah. if you block my number. I'm like, bro. Yeah. How dare here, you? Right? Yeah, I can't, yeah. I can't, I can't send you a toxic Christmas text. That's <laughs> fucked up. A that's so foul. Of course. Damn. <laughs> I can't wish your son happy birthday. That's crazy as shit. I know it's been a crazy year with the pandemic and all, but right. I hope you're doing. I hope you're doing well. Shit, <laughs> 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 sure, bro. I'm not doing this. We're getting the hell out of here. Um, I seen somebody. <laughs> Never mind. It's, it's women in the room. I'm not gonna do it. It's only women. Um, support your friends' business. Support your friends' businesses, please. Yeah, yes. facts. And when their price goes up. Matter oh of fact, God. should I call her? Should I see if I can call her? Um, she probably busy or sleep. She doesn't sleep. She doesn't sleep. Well, she probably sleeps sometimes. But yeah, for sure, definitely. I know there was a big old thing with I, you know, Ari and one of her makeup artists. I don't know. Apparently she was dragging the girl, Ari, you know, Ari, Jeribles, baby mama. Mm-hmm. So apparently she was dragging Hello? Uh, the girl. Oh, I'm sorry. Saying like My bad. She's on the phone. Oh, okay. My bad. So I actually made this phone call. Key, we are live on the pod right now. Can you hear us? What's the deal? So I actually brought you onto the pod because we're about to wrap it up. But um, this last topic that I had, well, second to last topic, was about supporting your friend's business. And if you guys are watching this podcast on YouTube, shout out to uh, Kier. That's actually who's on the phone right now, Kay Jennings. Um, and we talked a little bit about just supporting your friend's business. And we talked about, um, I know we had plenty of conversations about it. Your friends that, are, that ask you for discounts. And we will walk into Louie, we'll walk into Gucci, and we'll pay whatever they ask us to pay. But we ask for discounts from our friends. And you're somebody who runs a business. You literally built our website i tell people all the time if you want to speak to me about anything in terms of branding i need to speak to my branding manager like that's the only way that i handle business now and i kind of just want to give you the floor a little bit and kind of just tell your story as to what you've seen thank you um uh, that's a really interesting topic honestly um i tend to find It seems like people who haven't necessarily become familiar with putting in the footwork to building a business from the ground up are the ones who don't really understand why you should not be asking for discounts when it even comes to friends building their business. You want to help and you want to support at full price because, like you said, you don't go into any other store, especially a designer store, asking for discounts. So it's kind of like, you know, you have to expect the same and have that same respect, if not more, for your friends who you watch build it from the ground up. You know their struggle. You know, you know, the difference between 
you buying a Gucci belt from Gucci who's already rich and you purchasing a product from a friend who's building from the ground up, that might be the difference between them feeding their family this week and not. So Facts. you really got to look at it a little different and just understand, you know, that you do have a major impact every purchase. But, yeah, you can't, you can't be asking for discounts like that. You got to respect their time and their hard work that they put in, too, and show just as much love if not more. But I've definitely had plenty of experience with it. You just got to kind, kindly and politely, you know, remind people of just that, you know. You're not going to ask certain places and people for discounts, so you can't really expect me to give you one. If I give you one out of the kindness of my heart, then sure. Right. But, you know, <laughs> that's not necessarily always the case or affordable. So, yeah. But exactly. And I mean, and like I said, we, we talked about it recently, and normally i don't i don't post after we have like like serious conversations and things like that but you reacted to something that i put on um instagram right after one of our conversations and i was like um never take it personal when your friend tells you that their uh that their price increased because i believe as a friend you should want your friend to make the most money possible so i think a lot of people be like your price has increased and they kind of look around and be like well i'm your boy or i'm your girl and it's like you're you're missing my point. At this present moment, you're my customer. So yeah, they take it personal, and it's not that. I mean, as you run a business, you realize a lot of things. A lot of things change. Um, your demand becomes higher. So you have to accommodate more people, so your time becomes, you know, even more valuable. And that's really what the price is being put on. Um, in your skill set, you become better at what you do. Like you were saying, you're like, you know, I know you're just starting off, you know, way back when, when we first started. So, yeah, things have changed since then. Science have changed. Skill sets have definitely become um, exceptionally better. And so, yeah, you do. You definitely want to see your friends do better. And you do want to be happy for them when they have that, um, you know, a price increase. It's like you said, it's like, <laughs> it, it has nothing to do with I'm your friend. It's not personal. It's never personal. But the cost of operation is different. So many things change on the back end that you might not even know about. You can't take it that way. So, yeah, I agree with you there. Um, <laughs> we definitely had that talk. I hate to have that talk with people because it can be a little uncomfortable. But, you know, like, I really appreciate working with you because you understood that. And that's why we work so well together. You didn't take it personal. You totally understood exactly why. You know, yes, my prices have raised this been for months, and things have definitely changed. So, yeah. Absolutely. Well, again, like I told you before, I wanted you to, to, to get the floor for the, for this for this topic for sure. But um, one thing I'm actually I'm gonna actually let you get off the phone real quick. But before I get off, my goddad taught me something. Um, cause I, I don't like wearing suits like at all. Like I I don't like I'll take that back. I don't mind doing it. I don't like feeling like I'm in places where if I'm not in a suit, I'm being looked at weird. So I don't like when people go to church and people be super duper dressed up. If I walk in with a hoodie and everybody turns their head, why, fam? What are we in here for? So. I was speaking to my goddad about that, and one of the things that he said, he was like, I, I appreciate who you are and, and stand, being steadfast and in in what you believe in. He was like, but until you're in demand, you can't make demands. That shit humbled me real quick. I was like, fam, all right. So I guess I'm going to make sure I get my life together. But uh, I just want to leave you with that. Key, as always, I appreciate you. You're the greatest. I'll talk to you soon. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. It was great talking to you. All righty, cool. Talk to you soon.
Yeah, man. And that's literally, that's who built the Talk That Talk radio website. If you guys heard, um, if you guys actually listened to this entire pod, I mentioned that in the beginning. Um, so shout out to Key. Um, support your friend's business unequivocally, just like you'll do Fear of God, just like you do Yeezys, just like you do Nike, just like you do Jordans, all that other stuff. Y'all went out for Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Support your friends as well. Um, last point. You hit me with this point. James Harden turning down fifty million oh. from the Rockets. Because <laughs> oh, well, actually, let me actually get on this real quick. Because while we're talking about the Rockets, uh, today actually, right before we started shooting this, the Rockets agreed to trade Russell Westbrook over to the Washington Wizards for John Wall in the first round draft pick. Um, I'll talk more about this on the radio show when everything comes up. But I think this will be extremely beneficial for. The I shouldn't say extremely. I do think the Rockets won the deal. Um, or excuse me, not the Rockets. Excuse me, the Wizards won the deal because Bradley Bill being partnered up with somebody like Russell Westbrook in the Eastern Conference with youth around them, with somebody who knows Russell Westbrook very, very well, and Scotty Brooks being the head coach, I think that's going to be uh, something to pay attention to. Caprice. You wanted to talk about James Harden. I was shocked when you hit me with this. But uh, James Harden supposedly turned down $50 million from the Rockets. What do you have to say? So I was shocked because I was like, dang, $50 million? That's a lot of money because I'm not going to lie. What LeBron, his new deal is, what, 85? Two years, so 85. in the realm of, like, millions, 50 and 85, is you get me, you, that's. No, so wait, hold on, wait, but real quick, I just want to tell you this real quick. The extension that they were going to offer James, I believe, was two years, $103 million. So it would have been that he was making $50 million per year. So that's Bron's not even making $50 million per year. So that's what I'm trying to, so anyway, so as soon as I heard that, I immediately thought about this. How was that? <laughs> I seen everything, man, everything. I seen a nigga get killed right over there, you know? They beat him up, stomped him, shot the dude. Shout out to the boondocks. <laughs> Do it, granddad. Like, you can't make me. I can't believe that's all. I was just very shocked. Like, he definitely money wasn't it, had nothing to do with money. It's what he wants, period. Just not about money. Just you got to keep in mind, too. James Harden is not short of endorsements. Like, James Harden has a Beats endorsement. James Harden is signed to Adidas. James Harden, I mean, yeah, I for yeah. So, he he got it coming in. So, he brought it wasn't much. James Harden does charitable work. Excuse me, it wasn't much okay. for him to turn that down, but I definitely was like, Dang. So I won't get too, too in detail about him turning it down because I don't know if it is true. Only thing I will say is to be in a position to turn down $50 million a year. Mm, that's nice, right? Man, one day. <laughs> facts, facts, facts. And I almost yeah. said soon. See, there that's the social media yeah. getting into my head. Yep. Um. <laughs> I, I, like I said, hopefully we'll, we'll figure out what happens in the future. All I will say, though, is that I don't know if he confirmed it or denied it when he had his bottle of body armor water, I believe. No cap and no cap. And he took, the t he took the cap off, and he sat it on the table, 
And then he zoomed into the cap. And everybody was like, oh, he's saying that's cap. It's no cap. I said he could have easily wore a baseball cap and pointed to it. He could have pointed to a wall of caps. He took that cap off. In my mind, that means no cap. No cap. I think James Harden wants out of Houston. You $50 million a year in Houston, now that I think about it? And I was talking about Meg earlier. See, this is time. This yeah, is the time for me to get out of here. This is where I need to get out of here. This is not good. <laughs> Caprice, are you saying? Oh, and we didn't. Need, Yo, go ahead. No, talk about it. I'm, I'm getting the music queued up for when we uh, getting up out of here. Uh, shout out to uh, Tyson and Roy. Yes. Shout out to. Oh, I missed you on the radio show. That's why I didn't do it. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to them. <laughs> you want to you want to give you a little breakdown of it since you saw it? No, I j- obviously social media had all the the funny jokes. Um, it's crazy that Tyson is still as strong as he is because Roy was out of breath. He was he was tired. <laughs> Yo, and Roy was running for his and, life for the first Tyson, two rounds. Tyson, like after like not that he you could tell he had just fought, but he was he was chilling. He was just like, yeah, you know, good fight. We gonna we gonna we gonna do it again. And Roy's like, yeah, <laughs> we gonna do it again. Mm-hmm. But um, it was oh it was just good to see because <laughs> they're both great fighters. They both right. had a great um history, and it was it was just cool to see their. Isn't Roy a favorite boxer? Roy, he's I guess well I wouldn't say he's my favorite, but I really really like him, and I always play him on the boxing game. He is. I say coach. Roy is probably one he's of my favorites. Uh, I don't want to say he is. Yeah, he's he's Might talented. Be. He's he's a good boxer. I was expecting them to both like definitely get put up a fight toward each other. It was a lot of um clinching. It was a lot of clinching. It was a lot of clinching, but um When you have Tyson swinging at your head, bro, I'm grabbing him too. Yeah, no, but at the <laughs> end when he was like when they asked him if like if the body shots hurt, he was saying like yeah, them body shots hurt. He was like he knows he knows he knows what he's doing. Like he knows where to aim and he knows how to make it hurt. But uh Tyson was just so funny cuz he was like, "Nah, but you know, he was like you took that. You took that." Facts. But he's Tyson just seems so positive now, like now in his life. Right. Obviously, he has his history, but he just be seeming so positive. Like he just is, he just wants to live life. He's mm-hmm. like, and he donated like the money to charity. Mm-hmm. So he just the full meal. He just he's giving fans what they want, and he's he's doing what he also enjoys. So I mean, yeah. it's a win-win. You get to do something you love. You got fans at home like whoa, and then we got Snoop Dogg with the commentary. Shout out to Uncle Snoop. Snoop Dogg Snoop. is is awesome, and then. <laughs> Yeah, I guess uh, all the white folk there did not hear the term of the uncles at the barbecue fighting, oh and it became like the big thing, like a, the ha ha, oh my god. For sure, that was the uncles, biggest. That was the biggest oh thing of the night. So funny, uncles at the barbecue. Ha, oh, that's like so. Per- oh, yeah, it's <laughs> funny, but now it's not because you just dissected it way too much. Anytime way somebody too dissects a joke way too much, it's no longer funny. You because you didn't hear it enough, and now it's new to you. It's not new to us. <laughs> I was joke. about to say that has been said in black living rooms across yeah. the hood. But, but um, he did a great job. It made the fight like just way better because of his commentary. So that's but what I heard. Right? I didn't you, watch did it. You watch no, the fight? I didn't watch it. It did made you? the yeah. It made yeah, it way did, better because he's so funny. He's so yeah. funny. So it made the com- it, the commentary made everything better. Snoop did that before. He's done it with uh, mixed martial arts before. He's done it with uh, soccer before. And like, cause it got to a point to where um, th- 
it, I think it, where it came from, Snoop, because Snoop is always on Twitter when the Lakers are playing. And that's where he's at. He says what he says. He'll go to Instagram live after it's a loss, mm-hmm. and he'll post what he posts. And always he has his hair wrapped up, like yes. always. So, and I think it became one of those things to where it was like Snoop is a fan like us. Yeah. Like Snoop is a true fan like us. So it got to one of those things to where it was like we need an X-rated, like, commentary thing and then it became one of those things it was like well we need somebody that's like gonna not be hitting us with the sports terms like we need somebody who's gonna talk like us yeah exactly tell me tell me what was happening and that's what snoop kind of does so snoop commentating soccer was probably some of the funniest shit i've ever seen snoop was like i don't know what's going on like i don't know what i know it's live in this bitch i know that like i know it's lit in here and and that's it's one of those things to where it's like it makes a human and and that's one of the things I think it's good that we're ending on this because that's what this podcast is. I've told people before they a lot of people hear me on the radio show, they get a little glimpse of my personality, and a lot of a majority of people know me from writing and they know me from either covering a team or things of that nature. And everybody is always you you talked to me about it recently too. Like my schedule is usually pretty busy. Like I'm usually ninety percent of the time I'm busy, so. When I get an opportunity to let my hair down, I try to do it. So that's kind of what this podcast became. Originally, I was asked to do a podcast almost as like a continuation of the radio show because my friend couldn't hear it. So that's why I thought of the idea to upload it to SoundCloud, make sure they always live forever. But I took the podcast idea and I was like, that would be my chance to show people like I'm not always working. Like I chose to go to school in Vegas for God's sake. Right. Like I, I have stories, I have friends, like this is the point to let everybody know. Cause I think too many people do it in politics. They do it in rap. They do it in just society. They do it in corporate America where they make it seem like to be this person, this at the certain level, at the certain stature of the certain stature that you could have never done a drug in your life. You you don't you don't have premarital sex. Just all these you're real. Yeah, like all these things that are just bro, you're a fucking liar. Yeah. You just you're a liar. So this is kind of what this podcast is and it gives me just an opportunity, like I said, to introduce you guys to my friends, introduce you guys to people that I know. I appreciate you. Thanks for having me. You told me you yeah. wasn't gonna get in front of the I camera, but I was, you did. You know what I just said? Let's just do it. No, it's a vibe, fun. see? We love having Thank you. you. Thank it's a vibe, you. see? Thank you again. We appreciate you. Episode 31, the ODP. Follow us on everything, ODP cast. I told you guys I disrespect the fifth way too much. The pod that we lost, we started it with fifth. So it's only right that I end this one with fifth.